Blog Talk Radio. Use the 
heaven What else in hell Can you get an open line to heaven At 11-11 Emerge at the other end Of the meditation portals And elevated walk tools Even some abort tools Any questions, comments or concerns Press one For everyone else Thanks for attending another session I'm pleased to teach but it's an honor to learn Certainly Courtesy of KTL University Oh please don't be frightened I'm terribly sorry about this You are Peace, peace to you and yours, peace to you and yours. This is Know the Ledge Radio, and you are now rocking with the best Yes, This is your host, Brother Blue Pill, okay? I am soon to be joined by my co-host. Oh, here we go, bro. With no further ado, call her from 347-640. Peace to you. Peace. Hey, hey, yeah, there you go. What's good? Everything, everything. The knowledge back in the building. Back in the building. Hello? Hello? Bruh, hello? Yeah, I can't hear you. Okay, can you hear me now? Can I be heard? Yeah, your phone your phone was wavering. Yes, you can be heard now. Yeah, my phone been acting real wavy. You know, but peace to the family. Uh, welcome to Know the Legs Radio. Yes, indeed. Welcome to another epic episode with your host, Red in the Blue, live and direct. Back like we never left. Eh. Eh. Yes, sir. Yes, indeed. Reporting live yes, from NYC. Huh? Does that mean something? <laughs> Reporting live from the NYC. Reporting live from uh, City of Los Angeles. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, so red is on the east. Blue is in the west. That was a prophecy about the red and the blue star Kachina, by the way. Oh, yeah? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Be right on time. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the family. Shout out to the family in the chat. You know what I'm saying? Once again, we kind of put this link up uh, kind of late, y'all. I'm saying around 8-something. Put that fly together. Throw that link up. So if you get a chance, if you can share the link, update your Facebook post, Instagram, your Twitter, you know, all of the social networks. You could put a phone blast out. You could knock on somebody's door. You know what I'm saying? You can put the speakers in the window, let the homies tune in. You could turn up. Whatever turn you up. need to do. Yeah, you could turn up. 
If you're in the whip, roll the windows down, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Throw it on the surround sound and, and blow blow the speakers out. Let them know we're in the building. Yeah. Oh, what a feeling. You know what I'm saying? So I get excited, y'all. You got to, trust me, I get excited. There'd be so much going on. I'd be like, I can't wait to get back to the program. Talk about it. All right. So, you know, we here, man. It's been a very interesting weekend. If we did this show daily, there would still be so much to talk about. Like, it just doesn't end. You know what I'm saying? Like, for the simple fact that we come on twice a week and we do have a guest on the show, we don't really even get a chance to crunch. But we be able to squeeze out what we can squeeze out, but there's always so much left to talk about. Yeah, yeah. We don't really get a proper time allotted to ourselves to chop it up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, like the B-side. Lost tapes. Sure. Say what? I said we need the KTL Lost Tapes. <laughs> Shout out to my yeah. artist. I mean, it cuts whizzy, though. But um, shout out to all of my artists out there. My guy hoppers, I want to say this before I do forget. Uh, I know that we did say it before, but we want to say it again. If you have any entry, and if you want to be a legend, like if you want to be considered a legend in your own right, please make legend? sure legend get your freestyle on or get your single. We prefer original track because there are issues with SoundCloud. They're not playing no more. And YouTube, they are straight. They matumbo in anything. You throw it up and it's just uh, <laughs> It's the industry beat. They gonna block that. So, typical trapper. Yeah, oh, that's not a good look. Your trap beat maker or whatever. You know, do a rendition of a Drake beat eh, or something. But we eh. need, yeah, we doing a forty-four track mixtape. It's gonna be a double. You know, it's gonna be a double double. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, it's gonna be that KTL four point four. Mixtape, I believe it's going to be a double because it's a lot of music and we haven't put one out since September. Wait, when was this, bro? Bro, I don't even know. Yo, this was 2012. We did the three point, we did the the, uh, the upgrade to 3.0, right? Yeah, we did the 3.0, but that was only with like three new songs. You feel me? God, we got to stop playing. We got. That's why this is gonna be a double because it's mad music. Be like it's so much music to proliferate that we got to flood the street. We're preparing that. That's gonna be you know put together, packaged, and presented to the family. But more importantly, to the KTL membership, to our direct family, our members. You know what I'm saying? You will be getting the mixtape first, you know what I'm saying? And you'll also be getting some extra perks to go along with that mixtape, you know what I'm saying? Because membership has its privileges. Now, to our members, 
to our extended family, those who haven't made any contributions to the fundraiser. Is that thing still open? Thing still open? Yeah. Well, anyway, to the family that has contributed, to the family that just cares to contribute by doing something that helps push the quote-unquote agenda forward, we are finalizing the app. We are finalizing the new website and all of the new tools that we are working on, but we want to perfect target marketing. We want to deal with topics that directly affect the family, that the family wants to deal with directly. We don't want to focus our attention because there's a lot of things going on, and it could be energy and attention scattered a lot of different places. We want to target it. So we are asking the family to participate in a KTL survey. It's a poll, a few questions that we're asking with the participation of the family to get a better idea of what you need from us so we can service you better. So you could go to ktlmedia.com and participate in that poll, all right? I believe that there's also a link on KTL Radio or KTL TV, should I say, on Facebook. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let me see where that. Shout out, shout out to everybody that has uh, participated in the poll. We're very excited by the answers that you've given. We're getting a better um, insight as to uh, who our audience is. Hey, audience. Yeah. But um, it's it's believe me, family. Like this is this is something that um is done with some of the uh, top companies out there to target their audience that makes them more precise and on point with their information and what it is that they're doing. So all this is going to do is going to help strengthen the brand and it's going to definitely help uh, put the information exactly where it needs to be. So once again, thank you in advance for all those who haven't done it and thank you uh, for those who have took, what, two minutes to three tops to answer these pertinent questions, you know what I mean? And it's even good for you as the audience to even be asked certain questions because it's not every day that you are even posed these uh, sort of questions to get those those gears turning in your head where you can really be like, well, what am I interested in? Or what what is taking precedence over me at this point, you know what I mean? Or, you know... Do I do I do I want to uh, participate in webinars with some of the uh, some of our top lecturers on Know the Ledge Radio? Would I be interested in doing uh, classes with them and things of that nature? Um, so that's what that is. I also, while we're talking technology and um, you know forward thinking uh, 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 innovation, I want to give a shout out to my brother A. A. Rashid, the Kabbalah God, for yes. um yeah, for what he's doing with his uh, newest venture called Elex. That's the E-Lectures, uh, i.e. Electronic Lectures. And um, the brother did a, a very uh, poignant video on YouTube where he spoke about the importance of why he did what he did in order to support his um, intellectual property and also to expedite the uh, delivery of said product process, right? So, yeah, the process, the uh, packaging and shipping process. So what he did was cut the middleman out and just went straight electronic. 
and we do live in the age. I am one of the uh, the uh, new sm- smartphone uh, adherents. I'm doing everything off the phone now. You know, I'm, I, hey, off my iPhone. Huh. But you know, it's 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 a good. Thing, I wish I know? could electronically deliver some of my products. <laughs> That would alleviate so many issues. I know. Wow. I mean, maybe when the 3D printers come out, you could just send a, a print of yes, DMOS, a print it out. But until then, you know, you got to get up in that post office. And shout out to all of my uh, customers. We do have some packages on its way out. And shout out to all of my future Kings County customers we have a power when I say a powerful new line a new website coming right at ya on its way yeah I think I want to uh, do it in uh, season. Uh, I, mean, I want to inaugurate it in that Scorps season the Scorps but um oh yeah, yeah. Out for that. Scorps season is about to go ballistic yeah so many okay. things coming this Scorps season you know what I'm saying yeah, flooding the market. We're going to birth that. Flooding the market. Like you're about to see a burst of creativity yeah. unlike anything like else. You know what I'm saying? I'm back on my eight. I'm back in my bag. Pardon me. Is that right? Is that right? Yeah. I'm back in my bag, family. I got nothing but gifts to share with the world. So, you know. Feeling like I'm 19 again. I'm sorry. Is that right? I'm in the twilight of my life. Yeah, man. Having the time of my life. You still have to share that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can <laughs> uh, I get Yeah. But that's what's up. Yeah. Art degree, Pamela Nobles for that powerful presentation that uh, she had. She shared with us this weekend. You know, I was I was uh, pleasantly pleased with that uh, that motherly nurturing energy. You know what I'm saying? And that knowledge that she shared. Uh, our audience was pleased as well. I was getting a lot of thank yous in my inbox, um, and I, up up until today. My sister hit me up, and she wanted to know about that show, I guess, word of mouth. You know, the streets is talking. The tweets are talking or something, you know, because they know tweets about Tweets is it. talking. Streets is talking. Yeah. And, um, you know, I uh, I want to bring her back on. I want to um, say for the callers, we had about eight or nine hands up before we got clipped by Blog Talk Radio. I want to say to the callers that if you do have questions that you need it answered, you have two options. You can either send it to us on Facebook, backslash, Notalash TV, put it in the message box, the inbox, rather than, rather than, or you could put it on the page where the show broadcasted on Know the Ledge on Block Talk Radio, put it in the message box there or the inbox there. Um, or you can call in tonight and, and ask your question, and it will be recorded 
and uh, we'll be able to get that answer to you promptly. You know what I mean? Because it matters, and it matters such as childbirth and child rearing and nurturing and, um, you know, what kind of foods to eat and all of these things. Like, that's real important. As a father of a newborn, I really understand the importance and the severity of getting certain answers, especially when it's not out of Google or from your pediatrician or people in the uh, the medical industry and whatnot. So if you really got oh, the you need, you know, really, like, holler. That, that, this is, you know, this is um, a radio show, and we do answer, we take pride in answering questions. And, and taking care of uh, dilemmas and solving problems and whatnot. That's why we're here. And if we can't do it personally, we have about, what, 200 people that can? So. Yeah, they out there. They out here. Holla. So, how was your weekend? Yeah, that, that would be you I'm talking to. How was your weekend? Hello? Let's see what happened to this brother. Yeah, man. Hey. Your smartphone was acting real silly. I know. Huh? We back though. We in we in the building. Yeah, my my yeah. This joint discretionally hangs up when it wants to. Like conversation began too too hot. And it just be like. Yeah. So just now. Be like, oh no, nah, that's. That nigga's going there. The phone decided that they wanted to switch over. Oh, like this. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, the phone be on it. I don't like this. I don't like that shit. Yeah, my phone is a hater. My phone be hating on hot combos. Like I don't like that shit. I'm going into the. Now I was asking you how was the, bro. Brody, how was your weekend? Yo, hey, I had one of the most amazing weekends ever. You know what I'm saying? And really? it, it automatically spilled into what to me has become one of the most amazing weeks ever. I found my purpose. Oh, you got, and I know. Hold on. Let me go to Excuse VH1. Me? I said, hold on. Let me turn off the TV and go to VH1. You might be on the best week ever. <laughs> I need to be, yeah, I need to be on the best week ever. Um, I had a very magical experience, you know what I'm saying, at this, at this particular conference that I was at, Alchemy 2013. Did you, you know, represented, huh? You ain't get abducted or anything, right? Not magical like that. Nah, nah, I ain't get abducted. You know what I'm saying? I ain't get abducted or nothing like that. Uh, you know, uh, excuse me? Nah, so you got to be careful when you say I had magical and stuff like that. Like, nah, nah, nah. Nah, I didn't get abducted. Um... What I did was, you know, I, I was exposed to a plethora of new information. They say that there's nothing under the sun. Granted, you know, 
but they are conversations that are taking place that we're not privy to because they're closed-door conversations. They are things that people are talking about and that are they're being exposed to that unfortunately are non-inclusive of us. You know what I'm saying? We're not part of ourselves to these said conversations. But I was in the building to eavesdrop and bring it back to y'all. So I'm going to share some of that tonight. Um, I don't know if I'm going to jump directly into it, but I will get to it, you know what I'm saying, at some point tonight. It's actually going to be one of the things that I that I touch upon is segue into um, me bringing on uh, one of our special guests. You know what I'm saying? Because I need some clarity on some topics. I heard some things as well that unsettled me, made me very disturbed, and um, it, it needs to be addressed because there are people that are running around with this ideology in their head that I like to call astro-Aryanism, okay? New phrase, new term, astro-Aryanism. Okay, and that's the underlying bed of what's going on. White supremacy is off planet now. Astro Aryanism is what's taking place. You feel me? So cosmic supremacy. Cosmic supremacy. There are people that are running around with this idea that is so far off, but it is rooted in the premise of. A uh, foundational work that is the bedrock of some of the quote unquote, you know, some of the organizations that we call or, or recognize as quote unquote conscious organizations. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They have been building with toxic bricks, if you may. Same way that the banks went bankrupt because they had the toxic funds and everything and it contaminates everything. Mm-hmm. Until we could get clarity on specific said topics, then we have to identify some of these organizations have been built with toxic bricks. And then when we saw some of these organizations fall to pieces, I'm scratching my head and I'm wondering, what, 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 what is that why? And I can't even hold on to it anymore. I'm going to speak on it and we'll get back to it. In particular, the information that was borrowed from Zachariah Sitchin dealing with Suma and the Sumerians, okay, Planet X and the Beru. Dr. York ran with that stuff. I haven't read every book from Dr. York. I don't know Dr. York's entire story, and I'm not a Nuwabian. Don't profess to be. I'm just asking those that are versed in that particular story, tonight's an open call to you. We'll be open the lines and I'll be going to it because I want some further clarification. This is what's being said, okay? Zachariah Sitchin in his books promoted this particular um, thesis according to his interpretation of the Sumerian tablets that are saying that Anunnaki's came here, okay? Maybe mm-hmm. 3,500 years ago or not. 3,500. Some point. Yeah. <laughs> You showing that thirty-five million? Like they, they don't even got a million dollars. They don't even got a million year. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 
timeline or what have you. Yeah. So the keynote speaker for this event that I was at was a young boy, okay, reminding me a lot of our friend, I fear the Duke of Tears, okay? Now, why is that? Because I see it has a level of intelligence that will cause you to be enraptured because, you know, he's read a lot of books, he's read a lot of comics, he's head smart, but he mixes reality with fantasy, okay? And he's so enthralled and enthrapped or enraptured in that particular world of his that you can't tell the difference between the two because mm. they go into this place and this space where they start twirling fact with fiction and it sounds so engaging that you're like, oh, shit, you don't even want to ask any questions because they, get, they, they, they put conviction behind it. So it's like it sounds so real. So we're going to say he's the white Isaiah, right? Dude's name was Orion. He's been reading second Zachariah Sitchin since he was the age of five, okay? Mm. And dedicated his life to this particular study. So you know them, they use big words, colorful words, concepts that are far-fetched, that are part of the Marvel Universe, you know what I'm saying? And you really can't tell the difference if you haven't also read every single Marvel Universe book. Okay, you're like, oh, shit, this is something I need to get up on. You know what I'm saying? My book game is off. I need to read 700 books to understand what the hell they're talking about. So this dude was just reeling off these particular concepts and these theories, you know, that Zachariah Sitchin has introduced about the cosmogony of man and the fact that he says these tall, white, blonde hair, blue eye aliens seeded civilization on this planet. Now, they're using the story of Tiamat and Marduk, and they're talking about these particular entities like they're physical beings, right? Mm -hmm. And going back and forth, right? At some point, they're physical. Then he's talking about planetary. They're physical, then planetary, all right? And it reminded me of some other conversations that I'm going to address as well when we get into it. So he's saying that, you know, the story of Enki and Enlil, the two brothers. Yeah. Hey, that he's going for, was, brother, was Rick Smith there as well? I mean, he cut you. Cut you with. No, no, Rick Smith was not there. But we got to get Rick Smith back on so he can also bring some clarity to this particular conversation. Because, you know, it's totally being flipped and, and, and utilized for what, again, I'm calling astro-Aryanism. Okay? Mm -hmm. So they're saying that they came here to mine the gold, all right? And the first place that they came was South Africa. Now, there's another author named Michael Tellinger who's also advancing a lot of these theories. He lives in South Africa. He has pictures of the excavation sites, you know what I'm saying, or what have you. So what they're doing is that they're, they're, they're coming across this information and they're recompositioning history to put themselves right in the middle of it. So what they're saying is that these aliens came here, these aliens who were Caucasoids, okay, 
these aliens came here and they see this humanity. They found us in a state where we we were Homo erectus, okay? According oh, to them, we, we were the we, we were Homo end. erectus. Yes, yes, we oh, were Homo oh. erectus, right? They did oh. genetic experiments, a la Yakub, okay, where they took sperm and eggs, infused it into a humanoid, all right, and they made Homo sapiens. Immediately upon our creation. These are saying, I have the nerve, the nerve, the nerve, okay? They got the nerve to say that at that point that they decided that the labor was too burdensome for them. So immediately we became slaves to some goddamn aliens. So according to the historical record, that they're trying to propose, they're saying that we've been slaves since day one for some aliens all the way up to what's going on right now, all right? And what I also was privy to, you know what I'm saying, is that their entire concept of what they call and what they're proposing to, to, to the term that they're using is new humanity. They had a panel called New Humanity with 15 individuals on it, no one had any hue. Okay? They had conferences where they brought people in on Skype. Individuals that were part of communes that are set up around the globe. Family, listen to me. If you saw I Am Legend, they have those literal communities. Remember the end of I Am Legend where he retreated and they had the walled-off communities like some shit out of Walking Dead? Those yeah, particular that. communities exist, all right? They have them up in British Columbia, and they have them in South America. They were on Skype. I saw the whole layout. The people that were in those communities didn't see me in the audience, so they didn't feel no way about just giving it all up. These people were originally the people that brought about this whole concept of sovereignty that the brother Sharif Bey was talking about last week when he was on the show. Shout out to him. You need to go back and listen to what he was explaining about that whole particular movement, all right? These people have taken that information, and they are far beyond where Negroes are at, dealing with it, toiling in the courts, trying to prove something that's nonsensical, all right? They have created entire governments, autonomous governments, all right? They are using Tesla technology for their um, energy sources, you feel me? They're growing. They're doing any and everything the Negroes are talking about needs to be done for Negroes without any Negroes involved. You dig what I'm saying? The seal that they have submitted to all of the courts and the Pope and everybody else, you know, when the packages go out and they go out to everyone, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's they shit. The seals that they're using, the seals for their flags and everything, are seals of, you know, some of our indigenous iconographies and what have you. In particular, they're using the bear, and they're saying in their paperwork that they're Syrians. They're descendants of the Syrians. Okay? 
This is the premise that they're standing on. And they're making these claims to block anyone else from making these claims. But, again, they're making these particular moves, and they're not theorizing about them, and they're not on Facebook talking about, about them. Same thing, there was an, another thing they mentioned that they made very clear is that if you're standing on this particular premise and you're talking this way and you're living this way, if you are a private citizen, you have no business in public venues such as Facebook. So anyone and everyone that's talk about their sovereign and they got a Facebook account, <laughs> you need to hashtag LOL on their page right now because them niggas is not sovereign, okay? They're not operating in the private capacity if they're in a public venue. That's just nonsensical. So, you know, hearing the people that brought this forth and introduced these concepts, it cleared up a lot of things and it opened my eyes to a lot of things. There were people also in that room that were like the direct players, the people that set up the whole system, you know, um, that, 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 that we understand to be, you know, the banking system with toxic bonds and everything and what have you. There was individuals in there that had set up their own banks, had their own currency, the whole shit. They were part of the feds sat in on all of the meetings, you know what I'm saying? Uh, this uh-huh. dude that was working with uh, um, Jimmy Carter at the time when he wrote Project 2000 for the war in the Middle East, all of these agendas that people theorize about and, and speculate and stuff like that, you know, they were there to bring some certain confirmation and clarity to all of those agendas, you know what I'm saying, saying what it is and what it ain't. Another thing that they're dealing with is they're not, again, having these speculative conversations about UFOs and, and entities from other planets or what have you. Again, they had people that were physically there in this particular um, function that have direct knowledge, you know, seen them, conversed with them. You know, they said that they've conversed with ones that speak English and shit like that. They had to learn English because the humans wouldn't learn their language, you know, Shit, crazy shit, but again, speaking with the level of conviction that you got to be like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Is this person speaking truth or not? They showed irrefutable evidence, you know what I'm saying? Somewhat like what Ross Ben did at his lecture, but theirs went just a little bit further. You feel me? Uh-huh. So they're not even at that place where you know, unfortunately, Melanated Folk is at where they're just wrestling with these topics and they don't know what to believe, even if they've seen craft or they know people that have had direct contact. You know what I'm saying? But yet, <laughs> check this out, right? <laughs> but yet, Melanated people say that they star seeds. They say that they're not from this planet, but they don't believe in anything on planet. <laughs> Yeah, they laugh. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, y'all funny. Y'all some funny folks, man, I tell ya. So, you know, like everything else that you abandon and leave laying around, they running with it. And and, and, and and this is their reality. This is their life. You know what I'm saying? And it it was just it was upsetting to my stomach though that 
they would have the nerve to introduce these particular topics in this open venue and stand on it. And then they were talking about, you know, certain skeletal remains that have been found in the Americas. You know, they found these skeletal remains that were 9,000 years old, and they was like, scientists have proven that these skeletal remains were of Caucasoid, um, uh, uh, you know, they were Caucasoid. So they're trying to stand on that premise that they were the first ones here in the Americas. Like, they're going for total global dominance and, like I said, uh, astro-Aryanism, off-planet supremacy and shit like that. You feel me? And, like I said, the young boy was the keynote, and this is who they consider to be their bright future. You know what I'm saying? Like, they really putting all of the energy and the emphasis behind him. So he couldn't even look me in my face after he made that malarkey up. presentation and I stepped to him. You know what I'm saying? I stepped to him like, yo, that was some bullshit, homie. You know? He was like, you know, even though I you know, I seen a lot of stuff that you know the debunks with what Sitchin said and he just started running off at the mouth all of these logical terms like the rest of these dudes in our community would do if you step to them, like that was some bullshit, homie, like Martin Luther King and Oprah Winfrey are brother and sister? Fuck out of it. I thought we did, but Oprah Winfrey will have a later. That's, that's, well, that's, that's the stuff that people want to be entertained while. And Oprah was a brother. They, they, uh, our folks want to be entertained by stuff like that, so. I smell a debate blowing Each his own. Huh? That's. Me. Maybe, maybe one day Mr. Orion, you know, can get on the stage and, and, and defend his claims of Aryans. I'm gonna I'm young. gonna bring him on the show. Versus you I'm know gonna bring him on the show. Uh, some of our brothers from Sirius B, you know what I mean? Who could go ahead and claim, you know, their black superiority complex. Look, what I'm saying is that while dudes is wasting a lot of time debating one another and still trying to figure this thing out, yeah, like there are other people that are actually living a life that has been prepared for you by your ancestors. Ooh. Now, you, you, you can wrestle with the topic of, you know, entities from other dimensions all you want, but for those of us that have had contact like they even they even had the dudes come forth that unbuilt UFOs and all of that. They're totally the Russians totally utilizing Tesla technology. They got craft and all of that. Done. It's it's like it's done. And they explain, you know, the backlash that they got from the automotive industry and the uh fuel industry, you know what I'm saying, and and, and, and shadow government and what have you, you know. It all made for some very compelling entertainment. I'm not saying all of it wasn't actual and factual. It's just a whole nother conversation that's taking place in different venues. They're not talking about what's being spoken about, you know what I mean, amongst those that think that they so deep. You mean the chitlin circuit? Yeah, the chitlin circuit. Man, that shit is like second grade. 
and, and I'm sorry, I made a a pledge to use a lot less profanity on this program. I'm going to check myself, you know what I'm saying, and, and real that particular energy in. Oh, and then they, they tried, they was trying to lay the claim, of course, to gold, monatomic gold, Ethereum gold, you know what I mean? Because they're like, all right, that's what our ancestors came to this planet to get. So we need this in order to, you know, ascend and, and, and beam up and everything. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I hit him in the head, right? <laughs> so I'm like, hold on. Y'all are all of these aliens and Anunnaki and all of that. You just got finished coming to my table talking about how I look like an Anunnaki and the fact that I got gold and I'm an alchemist. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, how do you put one and two together? You feel me? So it's a script. It's an act. But they're falling for it, and they're running with that. So, you know, I made some wonderful contacts. I met some wonderful people outside of all of that. I did a lot of business, you know. But I got a chance to see where where there's a lot of resistance at and where there's a lot of fear that lies within them. Okay, they cannot deal with black masculinity if it's not effeminated. They just can't. We like it's like kryptonite to them. You know, the women maybe, the men nah, they can't. They can't even be around it. Like it, it, it totally bugs them out. So what you see in society, how they created all of these poor people, that's for their survival. That's in order, like when 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 Inky and them talk about the fungus. And all of that, they have them be able to thrive in a particular environment. That's why you see what you see. They love this. They love it. Because now they could thrive with all of these dudes that no longer have the secular fortitude. Yeah. But again, I'm putting that, I'm putting that, that, that call out anybody that really understands, you know what I'm saying, this Sumerian story, you know, the whole Zachariah Sitchin BS. If you could bring forth some clarity on that, then we need to hear from you, okay? Because I can't believe that that has allowed to fester this particular for, for this long without anybody calling it out. And why is he the only one interpreting Suma language if, if that's who we're saying are our people? If we if we came from them, you know what I'm saying? Why is no one interpreted that? Why has nobody explained their particular appearance that you find in Persia and stuff like that? Who are they? Did Yaku make them too? Come on now. Matter of fact, yeah. I see a hand up. I see the big homie on the line. Let me go to the homie because this is a this is about cosmogony. It's a cosmological story, all right? And I want to get some clarity from one of our expert cosmologists. So let me go and bring our brother, Ra Aku, into the bill. Call him from the 516, 516. Eight eight one. Peace. Peace, Lord. How you doing? Peace. Yeah. 
I heard what you said, man, about this cat. I'm crazy. I can't wait till he comes on. You know? I don't know if he's going to be willing to come on and, and take that stance. He might have been experimenting with you. <laughs> you know? I think um, nah. the whole... The whole I'm a real man. Yeah, okay. So the whole science of Arianism extends uh, and mixing with astrology and the occult, for that matter, comes out of the... Yeah, hold on. Let me, let, me, let me open up Red's line. This phone just dropped. Red, okay. you there? Yeah, peace, Rafu. What's good, yeah. bro? What's the All science? Right. All is well, man. You the science. First of all, we are the science. Um, to you do you know you do your research on Alexander Session, I mean, um, Zachariah Session's father, you know, and you know he claims to be the only scholar, or his claim was if he's still alive, if he's not anymore, huh? to no, be the only scholar yet. that could. They could translate Sumerian, all right. And this this story about the 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 white man with the white beard or the blonde hair with the blue eyes goes all the way back to uh, Veracruz in 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 South uh, America, Mexico, and uh, you know they talk about the bearded white individual. What people need first to understand. Deeper than anything is the language here, okay? Because they call the man white doesn't mean that they were referencing the hue or chroma, C-H-R-O-M-A. They're not talking chromatically here. We're talking about a person's nature, you know, like even in the hadith of, the, uh, of Islam, they talk about, the Prophet Muhammad's armpits being white. Muhammad, right. The word was Tahara or Mutahara or Yataharun or whatever. You know, it's T-H-R is the root. Tahara, which means he was clean, pure, no filth, characteristically or physically, okay? So when they, when they translate these words, you know, these myths, they do that because they season an opportunity to put something that was never there there in the first place. All right? We're going to get into some real science, genetic science. You know, there are, there are no descendants of Cro-Magnons here on this planet. Caucasians are not descendants of Cro-Magnons. We were never we were Homo erectus. We don't even have the same genetics. You can't cross a, you can't have a baby with a monkey. Okay? Number one. Number two, it is known, well known, that the M16 gene is the most ancient gene in all human beings. No matter what your melanin content is. I repeat, no matter what your melanin percentage factor is or is not, M16 is a human gene. And it is found in the oldest, uh, un- most unmixed race of people on this planet, the, the Twa, or the Kwa. 20 other different tribes, what they class as pygmies. You want to look it up on the Internet, look up pygmy, even though that's not what they call themselves, that's not what they are. Okay? Then you'll discover, that, uh, uh, if you do some more research, that the, the leading geneticist in the United States of America is a man named Spencer Wells. White man. White boy. <laughs> but he says 
that the, the, the most original people left on the face of this earth, you can find them in the African interior. They are known as the picture in the Bushman. These are the most unmixed people on the planet, and everyone on the planet is sharing their genes, but they are not sharing everyone else's genes. For emphasis, right. I, I iterate. Yeah, I iterate. Everyone has the M16 gene plus other mutated factor, factors, genes, genetic factors. They do not have the extra. They just have M16. And everybody on the planet, no matter how blue their eyes are, how blonde their hair, how white their skin, all right, has this M16 gene at the root of every other gene, all right? So when they get to talking about aliens putting their gene in us and we coming from that, man, you know, I don't even want to get into the alien fact. Is it true? Is it not? I've seen some things move in the sky that aren't natural. I'll leave it there. But my point in the matter is, genetically, you can't support that with genetic science, first of all. Secondly, you have to understand how they mix it with the occult because they don't look at mutation, genetic mutation, as the reason for racial factors, racial differences on the face of this earth. They do not attribute it. They attribute it to evolution. (laughs) You dig? Now, how you lose something and evolve through, you know, how you evolve through the loss of a thing is amazing to me. But, you know, through mutation you lose. And this is how you get the various races on the face of the earth. This uh, Chinese geneticist proved this. And so it doesn't come from a black man or a white man uh, or stereotypically as they use it in, in society. They say that the Asian and Caucasian split occurred because of cosmic radiation constantly bombarding the earth. Oh, for, for millennia, nonstop. And this is what causes life to evolve or to mutate, period, anyway. And it is a matter of fact that radiation affects genes, genetic mutation and what have you, okay? Now, you know, if you want the base source for that information, you can hit the Internet, or you can read this book called uh, The Cycle of Cosmic Catastrophe, written by four different authors. But the title is The Cycle of Cosmic Catastrophe. They have plural catastrophes, right? At any rate, so when you begin to understand the nature of, of the humanity, first of all, and then you use the occult to read the nature of humanity because the occult is a vehicle or a language through which you can make the connection between the external and the internal being. External being meaning the entire universe and your inward being, which is the inner universe that's within you. You know, making that connection is what the the purpose for any occult school is, okay? And, you know, I don't care if it's tarot, numerology, astrology, whatever, man, okay? So, uh, are y'all still there? Oh, we got disconnected. No, we're here, brother, of course. Oh, okay. All right, very well. Man. No, we're here. Yeah, I hear you. All right. So, when, when, when you look at the way they're trying to tie it in, because... Number one, this needs to be clarified, too. When we use the term Aryan, A-R-Y-A-N, or I-A-N, you're talking about this Aryan race, Nordic, like coming from Norway and Denmark and 50 degrees, between 50 and 60 degrees north of the equator, all right? Northern, uh, 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 from Switzerland all the way up to to Norway, these blonde-haired people, that. That's not what makes you an Aryan in the first place, you see. 
Aryans are white by 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 genetic uh uh heritage genetic heritage um inherited traits or, or heredity heredity traits, whatever. You know, pardon the fact that all my language ain't together, but at any rate there, there, there's no such thing as a blonde haired, blue eyed Aryan other than what they have modernly created as a result of the doctrine that Blavatsky and Hitler put together during the, uh, right. during the Third Reich. Okay. So because they're the original Aryans, y'all, are the Hindus. And there, there, there is no record in the, in the Hindu record of any Aryan invasion. The Aryan are Yan because their civilization evolved in the age of Aries. And Aris was the name of the uh, Kushite king who firmly established them in in that time period, okay? And you can get this from a book called um, The Amazing Ethiopians of the uh, Kushite Empire, you know, uh, mm. the, one, the one, wonderful Ethiopians of the Amazing Kushite Empire, all right? It was written back in 1910. You, you would think that, that, that our people were not as knowledgeable with regard to themselves as they were back then. We have devolved, really. Yeah, you know. But anyway, yeah, say that again. We, <laughs> I said we have devolved, really, not evolved. Indeed. You know, yeah, we we were very much conscious of our true selves, you know, throughout this entire adventure. It seems like the further into the modern age we get, the stupider, more ignorant, more miseducated we become, the more indoctrinated we right. are. Yeah, you know. More so, memory so loss we have suffered, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Memory loss is straight up denial and abstract, you know, you atrophy. <laughs> atrophy. Atrophy, you right. You yeah, you lose what you don't use. But the, but, but the point of the matter is, so but Blavatsky and Hitler came up with this scheme to justify their political aims. You know, in order to, in order to unify people, you have to have a common idea. And they wanted that common idea to exclude others, so they come up with this, you know, uh, uh, superior race bullshit. Well, it has nothing to do with the race, but everything to do with the age that we're in. We are all Aquarians now, because we're in the Aquarian age. It doesn't make a difference if you're African, born in, in, in Nairobi, or whether you are, are, are from Northwest Mexico, born in Nebraska. Okay? It doesn't make a difference. We are all in the Aryan age, and we are all the people of the Aryan age. All right. Now it was not until the Greco-Roman period, you know, roughly three thousand five, between three thousand and four thousand years ago, you know, maybe a little bit more, five thousand, six thousand years ago, that these individuals came to prominence in the land. All right. But where they, where did they come from? There's a million theories about Yakub and, and all this. You have to understand firstly that you cannot claim any land mass on this planet. You claim the entire planet. I mean, when we when we're talking about cosmology and anthropology and uh, uh, the origin of man, spiritually, physically, you know, genetically, then you have to understand that this earth today, when you look at the map, is not what you would recognize if you had an actual map. And I'm not even talking about the Terry Reese map. I'm talking about the map that the, this earth 400,000 years ago, when the North Pole was in Africa. Sure. Sure, sure. Now, I know a lot of you have not even heard of this, man. Right? A lot of you have not even heard, but they're finding walrus bones in California. They're finding um, polar bear bones in the Sahara. Right. Okay. 
Yeah. They're finding seahorse fossils in Arizona and in, 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 in on the desert, you know. They, they, so you have to understand that what, what is land now is water back then and water now is land back then. Earth is going through some drastic changes. So when you talk about where from Africa, it depends on what era, what age, what polar age are you talking about, man? Because we can prove, and all of that is brought up to say, when they find these mummies, these gigantic mummies or these tall, uh, uh, seven foot, between six and eight foot mummies with red hair, so I have baby hair that my mother cut from my head when I was a child. I am 47, about to be 48 in a couple of days, all right? And that hair is red. I was born with the same color hair that I got right now, aside from the gray, okay? And my oil testified to that. So any hair that is black will turn brown and then eventually turn red, especially after it's, it's done so with my own hair, and I've only been here for 48 years. So imagine a mummy's hair for a million years, I mean, you know, for a thousand years, two thousand years, eight thousand years, nine thousand years, this mummy has been sitting in a dry vacuum, virtually a dry vacuum. That hair is going to turn red. So this is the, the justification they give for saying that the mummy had Caucasian features. Because, number one, when you get down to the bone skeleton of a human being, okay, you cannot tell the difference between a Caucasian or an African mummy. Because of, of the nilotic, what they call nilotic, Sudanese, uh, down into Ethiopia, on the horn of Africa, and in Somalia, the land of Punt, uh, um, uh, 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 Nubia, uh, the Sudan, Egypt, these people have very aquiline, very narrow noses. So we come up. When, when, you, when you look at that, that, that you found some 9,000-year-old Caucasian mummy. What do you mean? Because his hair was red? Because his skeletal measurements, that, 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 what do they call that? Phrenesiology, uh, 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 the same shit you saw in the movie. Part of my language with the brother uh, um, Django, the Django movie, where he was talking about phrenology, I think it's called. You know, the curvature of the human skull, the size of the human skull, and different areas of the brain representing different intelligence factors. That's garbage. Pure garbage. <laughs> you know, because it seems. That's a, that, yeah, that's a 19th century concept dealing with yeah. uh, eugenics and Darwinism. Exactly. They're trying to breed all of that into a modern context with this, using this Zachariah Sachin uh, for, you know, story. Here's his theory of what the Sumerians meant. You know, I refuse to believe that they were talking about extraterrestrials. I think they were talking about different types of men. Okay? So, but that, that's my personal preference because I can't wrap my mind around it without physical, tangible evidence that it is definitely so or definitely not so. So I'll just accept what I what what I what I understand, but I'm not going to dispute that we probably did have some visitors. Okay, that all aside, to say that they are the original uh, uh, intelligent beings of this environment uproots all science we have right now, pointing to the to the opposite end. You know, and and the fact that they are making these claims based upon uh, occult theoretics and application. Is 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 nothing new. It's just now they've included this Sumerian uh, context to it. You see, but before that it was Egyptian, right? They were claiming that they were the ones that educated the Egyptians. You know, and you know, and when we have evidence, quite to the contrary. Oh yeah, and they're using 
and they're using um, Peter Moon's, you know, um, research on the pyramids of Bosnia. And, like, those are the oldest pyramids on the planet, way well, older than the great pyramids. I wouldn't dispute that at all, Lord, because we're going back into the understanding of the fact that this entire globe has known every climate, okay? The equator moves and migrates at the rate of, of 70 miles every 7,200 years. And 70 miles is a, is a rough draft, y'all. That's a rough number. It's more like 69.15555 miles, okay? You want to do it with a calculator. That is one three hundred and sixtieth of the Earth's circumference, right? Which is one degree. And the equator moves and migrates with the pole. You know, it moves like a gigantic gyroscope. You can't move one end up or down without the other end equally moving the same distance. And the the wheel that's in the middle of both of the poles, I mean of both ends of the pole, it moves it's always ninety degrees to each pole, regardless. Over what? So this is how the, uh, the energy field moves around the Earth. Proof of it, further proof of it, is when the um, the ancient Egyptian priest said to Herodotus, yo, you Greeks are like children to us, man. You know, you don't even know your own origin. You don't even know the roots of your own origin. Well, we do. We know the people that you come from. And we know who gave you your language. And, and we have been counting the motion of, and, and calculating the motion of the sun since it rose twice in the West. Uh, rose in the west and set in the tw- and, and twice in the north and south. Now, people can't conceptualize the, that without understanding that the poles migrate one degree every 7,200 years at 2,592,000 years cycle, you see? That's global warming for your ass right there. That kills the global warming uh, theory, you know, and it is demonstrably true because they do ice core drilling in Antarctica, and they come up with tropical environment at the frozen at the bottom of that ice. Okay, which means that at one time tropical means on the equator. You know, uh, 23 degrees north or south of the equator. All right, it's what they call tropical, where palm trees, coconuts, you know, where you can live basically in your skin, and you ever got to worry about freezing to death ever. That's not the cause of death anywhere down there unless they throw you in a man-made one freezer, okay? Now, so they find Antarctica, which is, which is on the, the, the most southern part of the planet, at one time the equator wrapped around that. Africa, what we call north to south, was east to west. If you can wrap your mind around that, that means that the equator ran from South Africa up through Morocco, up through Spain, up to Greenland, all the way around Russia, you dig all the way back around. Understand, this is why you find walrus bones in Africa, because the North Pole was there. No walruses, no king of polar bears wandered into the African desert, and they, you know, they couldn't even penetrate Europe with that and survive. So understand this. You know, no creature lives outside of its habitat, so if we find that creature all over the face of the earth, we find only the coal, we know that the, 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 the poles move. Now, that aside, when they say that they're from Samaria, well, who's not? You, that one time we were living on the North Pole. What was it and is the North and South Poles were tropical. So uh, we're from there too then, you see? And it doesn't really make a difference what people believe. This is fact. This is measurable fact. You can look it up. It's called the Wandering of the Poles. Nutation is a 
another word you can look up, N-U-T-A-T-I-O-N. You dig it? Understand the, the motion of the pole, then to think that man wasn't here during the ages is ridiculous. Furthermore, blood type comes from iron content, okay? So, you know, you got A positive, B negative, O, 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 o negative blood. That original blood is O negative, right? It's zero. It's, 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 you know, it, every universal, it, it, these people can give blood to anybody. Well, at one time, man didn't have a different blood type. Through cosmic catastrophe, through this earth constantly being bombarded with cosmic dust from supernova and radiation and all of that, and it's constantly happening, it's happening right now as we speak. You know, man mutates as well as everything else on this planet and the environmental conditions with regard to oxygen content in the air also will change the form of a species. You know, this is why they're able to find giant mosquitoes that were six feet wide. There were dinosaurs that were 30 feet tall, and they're finding human skeletons that are 15 and 16 and 20 feet tall because there was so much oxygen here. The, 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 the atmosphere was so saturated with oxygen, we got to get that thing. You know? For over millions of years, the oxygen depletes. This atmosphere is evaporating, man. I don't know what makes you think that this planet is going to be here forever. That sun going to burn out, and all of these planets are going to become its moon. It's moons. It's like Jupiter with its 20-something moons. They were all planets at one time. Some of them got water on them. Some of them are made out of uh, methane. Some of them got uh, uh, other chemical you know, ammonia like Venus and, 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 and Pluto and Mercury. So they, you know that that was a solar system at one time. You know, and I, we ain't going to be able to wrap our mind around that. But in the midst of all that, life was evolving and emerging. And Blavatsky, the woman who was the occultist for Hitler and them during his regime, she devised and claimed from her spirit guides that she got this formula for the motion of the poles. She justified it with the Herodotus story and other literature that are found from pole to pole. All the way around the globe, about, you know, these numbers, 25,920, the 432 number sequence. So it's 432 or 432,000 or 4,320. You find that number, 4320, and they had compounded zeros, you know, depending on the myth, all right? But you find all of these numbers, they're astronomical cycles. But they're actual keys to the formula to understand how the Earth evolves, Okay. So when you when you when you research that you come to that understanding that you begin to see that when they talk about you know they're from Syria they're from they're from Europe man this is where they mutated at <laughs> not where they're from they are from us genetically they all every single race of human being on this planet are our children so. When an individual, you know, and, and you've got genetic scientists that are now going through all types of ostracized, ridicule, being ostracized, being ridiculed by the cat Spencer Wells, the white boy. He said, no, the, the black man is the original man. What's the problem? <laughs> he's, he's like, there's no problem with that, and he's even gathered evidence to support it. All you got to do is Google Spencer Wells, The Journey of Man, and evaluate for yourself, you know. You know, I, I heard a lot. I hear a lot of people talk about questioning the uh, uh, the source of your information. I question the information. It has to be sound information. 
don't look a gift horse in the mouth. I'm concerned with how strong the horse is. Can this horse pull my cut? I don't care if he's a red horse or a white horse or a black horse. I'm serious. You know? And so when when he comes up with this with, with, with this elaborate scheme, you can get this cat to come on this show. Point for point, I would destroy him, man. You know? Because, they, you know, his whole theory, Alexander Session is, I mean, exactly why Session, there's no one to check him on that. They, he's That's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, he claims to be the only person on the fucking planet that has deciphered the Sumerian language. That, and we know for a fact, using the same formula, that the Tower of Babylon being on the, uh, being on the, between the 32nd and the 33rd parallel, is, and, and, and the pyramids being at 31 degrees parallel, that the difference between those two civilizations, those two building structures, those placements on the map, are more than 7,200 years. We know that already because it's more than one degree north of the latitude line that the Egypt sits on. Okay? As a matter of fact, it sits on the 32nd parallel, right, because it had eight vaults. And each time one of the progression, one of the procession, you know, professional cycle of 25,920 years occurs, the poles move roughly 3.6 degrees, 3 degrees, 36 minutes of arc. So when we built these buildings for the purpose, we dedicated them to the motions of the celestial uh, sky. And yes. the, 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 the sun was vertical to the point, to, to the place when it was built or for the time for which it was built. You understand? The pyramids as we see them today, those shell cake, those two-ton blocks that Akufu, the Akufu put on them, or who they call Chiaks or, or Khufu, right? He put those on there, but that site and the formation of the Orion belt, you know, Orion's belt, that was there. Yeah, I believe that the, the, what we look at in Christ, I believe, who, the, who, who we call the Egyptians inherited that. Because we find pyramids all the way from what did he just say? Um, the Soviet, Soviet, Soviet. Through Africa, we find them pyramids now in in in, in the Cuban Bay, man. They're, they're, they're right there where the West Indies are. They they just recently after it was on my page, a woman in Reba Drifter put it on my page at Facebook. She uh, they found a whole underwater necropolis. They call it a necropolis. Okay. But it was just like, just like the one in, uh, um, in Mexico, just like the one in, in Egypt or Kemet. It is the, the three pyramids, just like the other two spots. So what we understand here is that our... It's on the Cosmophysics or the Raku page? It's on, um, it's on Raku. It's on the Raku page. Okay. Right? And you got to scroll back to last month. She put it there last month. Uh, and if it wasn't, if it's not September, it's the end of um, August. I guarantee that. So, at any rate, it's right there. The picture is right there, which caught my interest. And she knows, you know, she knows I'm on this type of stuff. You have to understand that uh, if you read the Hindu Puranas, and that's T-U-R-A-N-A-S, you can Google that and get a sample. But they talk about uh, cities being on the face of this earth, all right? And they give the coordinates. You know, geo coordinates with a different meridian. Of course, they didn't use. They're not using the Greenwich meridian. They were using the, the meridian in Sri Lanka, which is the most ancient one in India. So if you you if you know how to if you know the math, 
you know, one degree equals four minutes, which is also uh, uh, um, uh, uh, 15 degrees is an hour, then you can set the, the geo lines, the, 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 the longitude lines on the earth, and you can set the latitude lines too from declination, from knowing where the sun is in the sky north to south of the horizon, right? So they were able to do that, and they mentioned cities all the way around the world. And, they, and they're talking about how they used to fly there in metal machines, all right? And these are books that are tens of thousands of years old, all right? They're talking about, well, they're talking about, no, actually the books are written like 6,000, 7,000 B.C. They're talking about 25,920 years ago. Definitely, and they mention these numbers specifically. And they even get more intricate with it. So when these people are the original Aryans right there, okay, so you have to understand they talk about a time where there was land where the Indian Ocean was. Sri Lanka is an island now. They talk about when it was the highest peak in the land. Mm. And uh, the province, they had 172 provinces with a long line lineage of kings, you know what I'm saying, that ruled, and it was a land bridge between Arabia, India, and Africa, that was not always water there. Okay? Right. The universal deluge is not a myth. The earth was rocked with a meteorite, with a shower of it, and it knocked the earth off its course. After that uh, dynamic catastrophe, we built these monuments, the pyramids. We built it all over the face of the earth as markers. So we would know where we are. Bring it back into balance. Right. Say that again. No, I said to bring it back into balance. <laughs> yeah, because we can go. We can go out there. Okay? To, to bring it back to what the brother said, was, yeah, not necessarily bring it back in the back. I get, I get what you mean. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, I'm saying no, we built the pyramids on these particular nodal points to bring the ba- the planet back into balance because you said the planet was knocked yeah, off. Yeah, I was, uh, yeah. well, the thing is, we can't tip, tip it back into shape. That, those are markers there, and I'm not disputing what you're saying because they're on those ley lines because they're energy resource centers. I, I get that, all right? But I didn't want to run there either, right? <laughs> um, they, so that, like, right now, the, the pyramids, as they stand, uh, all, are just like a, a half of a, a centimeter, five millimeters or so. Um, off of due north, all right? It is essential for us to know which way is north and south. So, you know, survival of man depends on his ability to calculate the seasons and see himself within those, uh, uh, within those revolving doors, spring, summer, winter, fall, spring, you know, like that. So if the North Pole is, is, is moving, it behooves us to know that. If, if something rocked our world, like a planet passing by us, being, you know, they got knocked off course, like the moon did, you know, before the Earth caught her in her orbit. It, it's going to shake things. It's going to cause the magnetic poles of the Earth to shift a little. Well, how we keep time and how we run society and everything is based upon the rotation of the Earth and us knowing which way is up or down in terms of north and south, point away from or toward the equator. You understand? So... Then pyramids were built in the event that this earth ever gets rocked again, you know, and we survive it when we wake up in the morning and discover that those pyramids are 32 degrees off due north. We know that they 
they have shifted, that this earth, this whole planet has moved. So to commemorate the knowledge that our forefathers put together with these monuments so that we would know where we were standing and know where we stand. So future generations will know where they're standing and know where they stand. Timekeeping is the right. foundation of civilization, y'all. So they, they, that's what they, that's one purpose for why they was built, as, as well as the purpose you mentioned, as well as to commemorate positions and celestial motions to, for the time, you know? The, so that we know that the, that the Sphinx was built about uh, 13,000 years ago because of the way that it's situated, not just because of the water erosion that's on it, but you have to understand Babylon, Syria, Shabbat uh the Akkadians, Arabia, Egypt, the Mediterranean, Greece, India, all of that was all of Africa and even west of Africa, further to Mexico, all of that was Kush, was the land, the fabled land of Kush, is what they referenced it as, you know. That these people were one apricoid, if you want to use that word, melanated Intensely melanated people. And they are the founders of civilization. There is no genetic gene. This is just science. It isn't racism. This cat is is is, is espousing uh, a, a doctrine that will make you small number of people on this planet seem a little bit bigger than they are. Man, it's a self-esteem raiser at best. <laughs> you see? You can bring him on the show that would be dignifying his, you know, really person as I feel, but you know, I would love to tear him up. So bring him. You know? Nah, I'm gonna bring him forth, you know what I'm saying, so it could be addressed. You know, maybe he needs a refresher, every course in history himself. Because, you know, we're assuming that they actually know what, what the real story is, and most of them don't because they've been so enthralled and enraptured in the yeah, for so long that that's be, that that has become them. And again, like I said, they live in a Marvel universe, so this is where they operate most comfortably from. So we, we'll set it up, you know what I mean. You know, but I, in order to, I do want to. In order to keep yeah. people blind, Lord, in order to keep a people blind, first you must rob them of any knowledge they got, and then you must bombard them with a bunch of fiction. There you go. And, and it's it's it's, it's, it's blind. And that's going down. You know what I'm saying? That that has been taking place. And um, you know, not on my watch though, so I wanna put a plug <laughs> on that and I will be bringing them forward, you know what I'm saying, and, and sitting them down. And uh, you know, just like yeah. we did with, with Peter Moon, it's like we did with Rick Rick Smith, it's like we'll be doing with others. You know, I'm still working on Jordan Maxwell family. Uh, Jordan Maxwell said he is very disinterested in society at large at this particular point. He wants to disappear. Um, he said that he has a, a particular distaste for the youth of today. And um, I had to pull him aside and have a, a heart-to-heart conversation with him and explain to him, you know, because, again, he doesn't even know that we exist. You know what I'm saying? He knows about, said he knew about, he heard about Know the Les Radio. 
think that he been listening to some episodes with Dr. Blair. But in terms of our community, like, people know about KTL all the time. I walk through these streets, and they don't know that I'm the blue pill. They don't know that red is the red pill. They hear the program, but they can't put their faces up. My, You know, our faces are not plastered all over this particular program. So some people can't make the connection. They think that we're somebody else. So when they see us, they're blown away like, you this young? This is you? Feel me? So people don't yeah. know what our community looks like. They don't know how to identify our community. In some segments of society, there's nobody around that looks anything like us, okay? We pop up at mm-hmm. these venues, we literally look like aliens to these people because they have no idea that there are people on the planet doing what we're doing, okay, and, and, and you know, actually living out this culture or, or you know, particular expressions of, of what our particular heritage is. So, you know, he didn't know that there are other people, that, that there are youth out there that are on the frequency. He didn't know that he's big in our, quote, unquote, community. He didn't know how many lives he has affected. When I met Phil Valentine, Phil Valentine didn't know these things. When I met Delbert Blair, Delbert Blair didn't know these things. So I'm willing to do for Delbert and Phil what I did in the early 2000s. I'm willing to do that for Jordan Maxwell as well. I'm willing to bring him forth and show him that there are youth, a youthful energy, a youthful movement that not only have been influenced and affected by his work, but are on the frequency and are not dead in the sleep. Like he said, he feels everyone is. He's like, they just, I'm not here for entertainment. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm not here for entertainment. It's like, the youth are just dead. I don't see any progression, anybody moving anything forward. You feel me? Oh. And he's like, I'm going underground. I'm disappearing. I ain't with this no more. And I'm like, before you do that, make a strong consideration to come on KTL because what you put into the archive and the catalog will help people for many, many, many years to come. So archive your info before you be ghost. And he said he's going to strongly consider it. And we'll be keeping you updated on that family. That might be a, a KTL members only show, though. You know what I'm saying? That's, 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 that's a layup right there. You know what I'm saying? Let me tell you what but, funny, how, how I find that to be so profound, Lord, is what his... His disgust, and you know, without you even get into a, 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 an intricate description, he's disgusted and frustrated man, with the state yep. of affairs, and to the point where he's throwing, he's giving up. As if, uh, from what I gather, from what oh, yeah, 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 he's he's, he's, <clears throat> he's he's he was he was packing it in. He was on the panel. He left the panel. You know what I'm saying? Just walked off the panel. Because they was talking, they were they were talking a level of optimism that he's like, that's not reality. Y'all here on this utopia shit? He's like, that ain't the reality of this situation. I'm out of here. I'm not here for nobody's entertainment. He just bounced. You know what I'm saying? Wow, I'd have bounced with him. <clears throat> and and what was uh, what was being said? Can you get specific with that? Excuse me. Well, yeah, what was, what was, what, he was responding to something with that, that optimism. What directly or exactly was being Oh, they, they, they were asking, they were asking the panelists, 
on this panel called The Vision for New Humanity, they were asking the panelists what their vision for new humanity was. And there were several individuals on this panel that had a very utopic view of humanity, of how we're going to be able to pray and meditate and yoga stance our way out of this. And he just shot that down. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I can understand that. So, you know, there's, there's, you know there's, there's what you call balance. <laughs> you know? That the meditation and stuff is good for your inner well-being, and if everybody got on improving their inner well-being, then it would make this place a better place to live. I don't dispute that. But when the police in Florida shooting 14-year-olds, you know, riddling them with bullets, and they go to the hearing to find out how, you know, legitimate that shooting was and it's justifiable and unarmed, you know, then you can't, you ain't meditating that away. When you got people, the unemployment rate in the prison statistics, we own them. We own them, all right, in terms of the large numbers. So when, you, when you're looking at that, <laughs> you dig, then I understand, where he's come, I, I understand where he's coming from, where he's like, man, it's, you know, Y'all on some peace and love. This ain't no hippie movement, man. You know, and, so, and I can see why he is uh, frustrated. I experienced the same type of frustration, you know. And you get very selective. Every, every, every one of our elders has. And I've encountered every single one of them. I remember. I remember. The legacy that I remember with Bobby was like, kill all the babies. <laughs> <laughs> the legacy and it is continually perpetuated against us as a people is way older than us people modern melanated people you think and it's it's gonna be Pursued and and conspired to 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 be to trans to continue to transpire as long as we let it. And when you look at the state of mind of our people, for real, Lord, I'm gonna tell you. You give me an example, right? This doesn't just go for cosmophysics, but I, I can only speak from from a, from the Academy of Cosmophysics, the experience with that, because this is the only vehicle that I've sought to recruit and you know uh, uh, rebuild a person's perspective with, right? I get about. 150 students a year, all right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, how many of them do you think actually get to lesson number two? Lesson number two. I'm not even talking. Yeah, about 10% of that, right. About 15 less of, of my 150 mm-hmm. per year get to lesson number two before they quit. <laughs> How many do you think I actually get to train to stick with it a year? Now, a lot of people are going to say, well, Rod, you're an asshole. When you talk to people, that might be it. You know? But nonetheless, only only two or three people a year stick with it and get the entire syllabus all the way to into progression, you know, college-level astrology. Right. Yeah, all right? <laughs> now, yes, brother. that same enthusiasm rate, for learning anything permeates our culture. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You understand that in China and in Cuba, you don't have to go that far to China. In Cuba, children, man, by the time you get to the seventh grade, you 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 try mm. You know, 
we had to read C.J. and Ron Boa in Cuba. They teach three languages. You must know three languages if you go. If you're in school, you're gonna learn three languages. Wow. If you leave here, you're gonna be talking to three different types of people. Okay. So now, then, that's just on a language. Their mathematics skills are fucking crazy. Part of my language, man. Okay. The mathematics skills are crazy. These little kids are doing calculus by eleven. So, wow. Mm-hmm. So, so, so here in the United States, they're dumbing down their own people, first of all, and they're keeping us even dumber, closing the schools, you know, for uh, uh, problems in the neighborhood carry over into schools. So teachers don't want to really teach; they just they, they, they just want to make it through the day. You understand what I'm saying? This little mechanism that we are suffering from, it's a dis-ease, mental or psychological, whatever you want to put on it. It's a dis-ease. And, and I don't know either what it's going to take to truly uplift our people so that collectively we ought to let's get information and make it work for us yet. When is that going to happen that, you know, for real, for real, when we look at the will and, and the progress of civilization, us as a people are indicated by Leo, and it is still going down. It will be going down on the wheel for the next 6,000 years, 6,480-something years to be closer, okay? And and before you know, the original man is indicated to rise again through his wheel, you have, we have to see the ancients reach a position of global dominance because it is this formula right here, that Blavatsky used. She got it, uh, uh, Alan Leo touches on it slightly in that book, Esoteric Astrology. She also wrote a book called Esoteric Astrology. But in his book, he talks right. about race, race and caste systems, okay? Uh-huh. And, you know, there, there is an arguably, um, there's an arguable, you know, there's an argument that, that, that is arguably immensely strong for that because certain people are born with certain abilities. You see? Uh-huh. And therefore, this is how caste systems develop. You see? You know, Air Jordan was, is, a, is a natural born jumper, huh? Basketball yep. is the sport that he chose. He'd have been a leaping ass nigga. If he was a football player, he'd have been another Walter Payton. Leaping over niggas. You, you understand what I'm saying? So his ability to jump and leap come from what he was given, and that would determine in this in a society based on caste what your position in life is going to be. You 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 are given the job, you are delegated the authority to do what you can do, for real. Yes. See, yeah, and this is where caste come in. But it has been taken now, and it has been made. How do you say? Racial, genetics. You have blonde hair, blue eyes, you white, you're in this caste. Now, this uh, uh, idea is a global one. People say, well, it's only racist here in the United States. They're not like that over here. garbage. You know, they, the word nigger is, is used all over the planet as a derogatory term for, for black men, whether they're American or not. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. So, and you have to understand that when these people came out of the Russian steppes, they poured southward in every direction. So they poured southward in, towards Africa. They poured southward towards uh, southern Asia. They pre- 
westward, and the, the Chinese emperor drove him all the way back. You see, he, but he's just one individual. Other societies embrace him, and thus you get the Arabs and the Iranian and the Persians and the lighter complected people that inhabit these lands now. But they, these people came down off of the northern hemisphere, okay? Mm-hmm. They spread right. out. And this is, yeah, and this right. is why they claim, you know, because the middle of it, the very middle ground is uh, 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 Sumeria. This is where, you know, everything north of Sumeria, we've always in our history relegated to barbarians and savages, you know? And we know why they were barbarians and savages. Because they were. The Huns. You know, people living off the land and, 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 and scrambling and killing everything everywhere they go and, and eating everything. Mm-hmm. What, about, yeah. what about the Hyksos? The Hyksos are, are yeah, those are, these are the same people. Mm-hmm. The Hyksos have come out of Asia Minor, mentioning, but they did not know of, of, of Africa until Africans brought it to them. We established trade routes all the way to Norway. Yes. You know? Yeah. 6,000 B.C. So, you all know, right. people are actually of the mind that we just discovered the world or something, man. We've been living on this rock since the rock was habitable. Indeed. Right. Brother Rock. Uh, brother, yeah. I do want to we... ask I got, I, got, I, got a, I got a few I hands up, y'all. I know. And Quite you a few. also got to talk about your, uh, your skid row thing. Yeah, yeah, what, what I did. Right, yeah. Come on. I wanted to talk to Rob Cool about technology in these day and ages uh, with the youth as, um, as an option to, you know, actually tap into... Dominate the, the work market? Well... Most yeah, dominate that, and also you know to um, help excel our people in terms of you know creativity and uh, our place in this well, race. I'm all for that, Lord. But I, I I I look at everything. If we need more carpenters, we need more uh, accountants. We need more uh, uh, mechanics. We we need more doctors, nurses, mathematicians, linguists. We need more researchers. We need more everything. You know, yes, and when you get to thinking about in terms of a commune that you bought up, you know, the first thing we need is people that know how to build because you're gonna you're gonna buy a strip of land and and build a town. Yes, now, sir. How do you do that? Yeah, yeah. How do you do that? You need people need that can build first. Yeah, we do need our builders. That's why um, I actually went this weekend and uh, got a license, an OSHA license. Um, What's the occupational safety and hazard uh, application or something? And um, it opened up my eyes to uh, the fact that yeah, we need carpenters, electricians. We have, we need skills and trade. To we, we actually for the brothers and sisters that are out there that do have these skills and have these trades. I've been in many classes where brothers come in, you know, to these groups and organizations with tool belts on, and they belong to. Um, Unions and coalitions, but they don't they don't pull from the group. They don't they don't they don't they don't pull from 
the collective to say, look, I want to bring you in on the union or I want to bring you into the coalition to teach you these skills, or they don't bring it to the group. And I'm like, yo, how are we talking nation building? Y'all electricians, <laughs> like that, like, but y'all not teaching us how to do it in these things. You ain't not a bill, yeah. Ain't, ain't no Bob the Builders popping up. You right. see, the, what's really deep, Lord, is the, is is the unifying factor, the unifying idea. Okay, there has never been a race or nation or tribe of people that did not adhere to one common idea, whether it was factual or fictional. Okay. Yes. And 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 without that, it's not gonna happen. So the bottom line, bottom line, first, people get their mind right. And they have to stop thinking for themselves. Reaganomics and the economy it doesn't allow for one to do that reasonably because no one is willing to support. Yes, yes, you're so right. First of all, before we get the technicians and the and, and, and the technology and the builders, we gotta have a group of collective of people that are willing to make that sacrifice for the whole. Period. Yeah. You see? Yeah, well, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, uh, I gotta move forward. Yeah, we got. Yeah, I gotta. Twenty minutes for this live stream. Brother Corey, my dude Corey and Oba, Oblak. I gotta give a shout out to Corey because he's the one that hit me to the whole construction, um, you know, OSHA thing. He brought me in last year. Oh, shout year. out to Corey. Yeah, that's a good brother right there. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all shout of the Oba. Yeah, shout out to B. Shout out to all of the family. I want to shout out especially to, um, yes, the, the sister that made this event possible for me to expose me to this wonderful opportunity. She's an African Nobel Peace Prize winner. She is the only uh, only female, only African on Doctors Without Borders. Uh, the sister name is Bambu Ada Diagni. She's from Senegal. Okay, and I'm, I'm going to write a wonderful story about her on my Facebook. The family to her, you know what I'm saying? She's a wonderful person for you to get in contact to. She's a mover and a shaker. She loves her African people. She loves her African heritage. She was there representing for them because they were definitely trying to exclude Africa out of this conversation and just, you know, depict them in a very subservient role. She spoke up every opportunity and chance that she got. She's a beautiful soul, a beautiful spirit. I want to give a shout-out. I want to give a shout-out to Queen Ra, who introduced me to her. Also, a wonderful, beautiful soul and spirit over here on the West Coast. These people are connectors. I want to give a shout-out to Sister Kofunia, who introduced me to Sister Queen Ra. So powerful. I want to give a shout-out to this assistant named uh, Yvonne Handy. She's a, a, a melanated, carbonated Buddhist priestess, Okay who works with the light energy. She does light energy healing. Beautiful, beautiful, wonderful sister from Oakland. She's here in Los Angeles now. You know what I'm saying? She's like your auntie. Wonderful sister down to earth. Got science, been through every system. A whole bunch of wisdom, a lot of stories to tell. We're going to be bringing her on that, on, on the program as well, because she wants to share with the family. You know, these are the doers. These are the, the, the people that are really moving this thing. You know what I'm saying? And making things happen, not making excuses. Like, really at the forefront, uh, initiating change and challenging 
all of these particular premises that exclude them, you know what I'm saying? Leading by example, standing up tall. Um, family, y'all might want to call in 347-637-2135. Phone lines are livid, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of hands up. They're going to be going to the callers. All right. Yeah. The way that um, I celebrated my weekend is that, you know, like I said, I, I did very well for myself with particular products. I, I rolled out my new product, which is Moringa Empower Powder. You know what I'm saying? Europeans are all over Moringa, so they were jumping on that. Like I said, they were jumping all over the gold. They were jumping on the sea moss. They definitely jumped on the jewelry. Uh, got an opportunity to connect with a, a sister from Brazil. She bought a, like five pieces, you know what I'm saying? So it was it was it was a wonderful opportunity. I took I, I I'm not part of any said religion or church or anything like that, but I believe that the practice of, of tithing or tithing, I think that that's a universal principle that predates the quote unquote Christian church. And there are a lot of um spiritual uh influences, you know, people that have influenced me in my life that have reminded me of this particular duty you know, to take 10% and give back. So I took my 10% and I put it aside and I went to some of the places that I buy wholesale produce from and I bought several boxes of food on Monday morning and I went to Skid Row by myself and I fed 100 people by myself. Now, I'm not saying this in a boastful way, like this is not necessarily about me. I'm saying it with this particular energy because I'm saying if I was able to do this by myself, if I was able to feed 100 people on a very minute budget in the throes of Skid Row, I'm talking about I went all up in the back blocks. I went in the missions. I got kicked out of one of them because they wouldn't allow me to, to hand out fruit. Okay? But they sell soda in a vending machine, but they're like, we don't know if your fruit is going to make people sick. Okay? So they removed me from the facility, and I'm feeding people who was telling me that they were starving Monday morning. So I took it down the block, and I just fed them on the corner, and I went all in the back blocks. I have pictures, family, that I will post. You know, I don't want to exploit any of the family it's on Skid Row. The only reason that I'm putting these pictures up is to make an open call because there are people that are right here in Los Angeles that are non-participatory, okay? They're not putting in no work. So I'm giving this opportunity as an open platform and an open invitation for those that do want to do work. Our family is down there, and the multitudes, the multitudes, okay, They need our help. They're starving on the streets. They're sleeping on the streets. There's excrement all over the place. You feel me? And the people are sleeping in these conditions. I'm not here to judge anyone. I don't know why they're there or what got them there. All I know is that if they need our help, we're able to help. Because if I can do it by myself on a small budget, then 10 of us, we can cover this thing. Three days out the week, we can be feeding families like it's nobody's business. I wouldn't attempt to talk to somebody about consciousness or anything else if I'm not feeding them. So even oh. today, 
when I'm walking in the street. I couldn't walk down a block without them running up on me. You got any food today, brother? I'm starving. Such and such. So now that's my lot. That's my place. I have to do this. So tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., you can meet me on the corner of Broadway and 5th, okay, which is downtown Los Angeles, right in front of this 7-Eleven, downtown at 5th at 10 a.m. If you want to go with me down into Skid Row, okay, in the back blocks, don't worry. The family is not going. They're not hostile. I got a pass over there. <laughs> if you want to meet me and come through and because, no, I'm saying, some people are terrified. They don't go over there. And I understand why. Yes, You feel me? But we good. It's all right. I was offered everything from shots of liquor, and this is all out of tokens of gratitude. People were so gratified, okay? They were so gratified that they said, nobody comes over here and does this. They're like, you're giving stuff away for free? Like, it was so incoherent that I was saying, Free, and they couldn't even, they couldn't, like, factor that in. Like, they couldn't, it, it, it didn't register. Register, yeah. It didn't register. I had to repeat it, like, six times for it to register. They were skeptical at first. They're like, free? What do you want for it? Free? Like, free, take it. It's yours. Okay? I was offered everything from Sasalika to hits of crack to hits of blunts. You know what I'm saying? So women saying, you could come and get some of this box. And I'm like, no, save your box. Take this apple. I'm good. Yeah, I'm dead serious, B. Like, it's, it's whew. Family, while the world prepares to count the numbers that push the cheese about to put on the board, understand the ramifications that crack cocaine has had on our community. Real fucking talk. This shit is atrocious. And we celebrate this shit. Uh You don't know the effects until you go and see this. And we celebrate it. We sitting on our people. Yep, I'll be watching Drugs, Inc. One of my favorite books. Mexican Turn Up. So like I said, you know, family, if if, if, if you want to do what really counts, because I found out nothing, nothing else really counts if you're not feeding the family. If it's in your ability to feed the family and make a difference in this respect, to me, nothing else. I don't want to hear nothing you got to say. Nothing. Especially if you you, you balling, you know what I'm saying? You got all this bread in your bank account. You know what I could do with $25? Huh? $25. I could... Man, listen, I could feed a hundred fucking people with your twenty-five dollars. There's no reason that anybody out here should be starving. None. 
and they wasn't, you know, oh, you got chicken. There wasn't none of that. Fruits. They all ate the fruit. They said they love the fruit. They chose bananas over apples because they said they don't have teeth to chew the bananas. I mean, the apples. Wow. So majority of the bananas was the first things to go because our mothers, our sisters don't have teeth in their head to chew apples. And they want the bananas for their potassium because they have diabetes. Let's go to these phone lines, man. No doubt. Don't feel bad, bro. Feel bad, bro. (sighs) Family, 347-637-2135. I don't want nobody to get left off. The live feed is going to cut off at 11 p.m. Blog talk is, is, is tripping. You know what I'm saying? So they ah, only letting us schedule. Yeah, huh? they gave us a free month. That's when they when they gave us that free month for messing up. They didn't give yeah. us. They gave us. Yeah, they didn't give us the full package. They gave us some amended package where we can only set shows so, for two hours and stuff like that. Well, yeah, we're going to rock out nonetheless. Let me go to the 212. 212-470. If it's any of my Cali family on the line, please press 1. I want to talk to y'all. Two one two two one two four seven zero. Peace. Call us two one two. Greetings, peace, family. Yeah, um, this brother Perry. What's going on, Red? Perry, what it do, Perry? Yeah, it's not too folk. much. This is my folk I, right here, Blue. It's Perry okay. from St. Louis. Yeah, he'd be on two-fifths with us, man. It's the young guy. Oh, yeah, peace. I'm just seeing him on a, on a YouTube. Peace, family. Peace, fam. I was, uh, I wanted to, I had posted a link on the, um, on the web page, but it was from Washington University. And, uh, that's out of St. Louis, my hometown. And they really doing a lot of, they have programs out there for space, you know, to get jobs out there, all type of stuff. I ended up, they have a, private hotel. This is a a top university. Excuse me, I you know, people other people, you know, in my place, but um they have programs, you know, to get jobs, you know, for what they preparing for out of space. Not to mention their fraternity is live and active with the skull and bones really plastered over like T shirts and stuff. I had the opportunity to work in their private hotel with their private banquet area space and all that, because they use temp agencies <laughs> to service their banquets. So I was in there right. at their event with the with the uh, fraternities, with their symbols, and they having programs where they're talking about what they're doing out of space. So that whole cosmic Aryanism stuff is really real. But to get to what, else, what you were talking about earlier, well, hold um, on. Add on. Uh-huh. I'm going to add on to what uh-huh. you were saying. I just came out. When I was in Houston, I was staying right there by Nassau, and in mm-hmm. walking distance was the was the headquarters for SpaceX. I mean, I was surrounded by all kind of these space programs. And, yes, exactly. bro, they had, and down the block they had a space traveling agency 
where you could go and book a flight to go out of space, my brother, right there yeah. in um in Houston, Texas. So yeah, they they own it. Yeah. And when you guys were talking about just earlier, talking about the trades, that's all brothers got is trades. We that's all we know how to do is to build carpentry, uh mechanics, all of that. It's probably more brothers getting trades than it is getting straight up degrees. So when it comes time for us to start building, uh, we got that. That's no issue. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I, I go through my family, my uncle. He a builder, yeah. he do roof and all of that. You know what I'm saying? My brother, he's a mechanic. I got plenty of brothers who got HVAC degrees, all of that. That's you know, that's, that's what we do. That's and what that's we do. Why, yes, sir. And I, and, I, and, I, and I'm saying that in New York and other places, especially my brothers in the South and the Midwest and whatnot, we, at, at this point in time, because there's conscious people who, you know, have these trades and these skills, not only do we need to start forming coalitions, locals, and unions, but we also right. need to teach the other yes. brothers and sisters these trades and skills because one, and the pay the pay rate that goes with that is is something mm-hmm. that we could all utilize as a group to set us up economically so we could begin to purchase the materials exactly. and the things, the land and all of this stuff. Do some of the stuff that you know the brothers who talk about fixing credit and all of it afford. And number two. We could utilize these skills. Once you have the skills, then your Deep. the wheels in your brain start moving. So you don't have to speculate how to build a community or a commune. You can actually do it hands on. Home Depot has everything that we need. Exactly. Well, see, one of my main points or for the reason for mentioning this was too was every brother who does that they they get these trades in hopes of being independent and working by themselves. You see what I'm saying? But they don't have the funds to really push their business. You see what I'm saying? And that's where we fall short because the brothers with the money ain't supporting the brothers that's coming up, that's getting their trades and stuff like that to support their business. You know what I'm saying? Indeed. That's why, going back to what I said about when you form a local, it's not about the individual anymore. When you form a coalition and a union, the individual shit goes out the window. This is the group. We getting it in. We're going to go on to these sites. You know what I mean? We're going to bid for these contracts. We're going to make, because there's nothing whack about getting a contract, because there's building taking place everywhere where indigenous people are. There's regentrification and building projects going on all around the world. So there's, there's never a time when there's no work available and whatnot. So you know, I'm feeling you on that, you know, and I'm saying it when I, you know, we're going to build on that on 2-5th, but that's definitely something that I'm putting it out there for the family who are in these positions, who have these skills, who have these businesses. Like like the brother came on the show uh, last, I think it was last week, Brother Sharif, we have to work amongst each other. That's nationality. That's how you create millionaires, by supporting each other. So, I like you said, if there's a young brother coming up with a company, there has to be another brother out there who could get him a bid and get him a contract. And that's how, come on, I study you. You know, for all of us who study history and, and the movie buffs out there, what you think the Jimmy Hoffa thing was about? What you think the mob thing was about? You know what I mean? What are all it? What what are they showing you in Boardwalk Empire? You know what I'm saying? This is how they got powerful. The Italian, the Irish, and all of them. So we got work to do. Exactly. Exactly. We can't play with this no more. We got work to do. 
You know what I'm saying? By daytime, you could you could be on your construction job. By nighttime, you could turn into Heru, you know, Segment L. You know what I'm saying? Like, voila. You know what I mean? You could transform. But in the daytime, we got work to do. And, you know, there's no time to play with this. Exactly. Right. Well, that was, you know, I just wanted to share that, man. Dude, hey, man. Thank you, good brother. Appreciate, exactly. appreciate you. All right. All right. All right. Peace. Peace. Okay. I see a Cali hand up there. Let me go to caller from the 
for some reason, they grabbed me, put, they, they, they wanted to arrest me, but they, some, some reason they just couldn't. They just had to let me go. And then uh, 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 a sergeant came out there, and he just kind of somewhat real strange. He was pleading with me, listen, we don't want to take you to jail, and uh, could you just move? I said, why, why should I move? You know, he said, just for the day, just move, right? So they let me out the car and let me go. And uh, Brother Blue is about to send a guy. I, I, he's going to go Haru on his ass. And <laughs> it was a wild thing out there. It was pretty wild out there. You know, for a, for a brother who I, I just met, but I listened to his talk shows to meet me out there. And then the second time I see him, he went like full force on a policeman by violating what I'm doing. So everything was calmed down and everything. We Bad as well. Yeah. Right. Since then, I had no touch with the police. I guess they're watching me now. And uh, tomorrow, I, I want to be with you on that uh, on that scary little feeding thing at 10. I'll be there on the, on the block. Yes. I'll do Thank that you, walk brother. With you. I will do that walk with you. Wonderful. 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 I look forward to it, man. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna go down there. And we're gonna touch some hearts. We're gonna we're gonna touch the family, man. We're gonna put some smiles on some faces. We're gonna feed some people. You know, it's just a wonderful, wonderful experience to know that you can make a difference with your hands. You don't gotta cut no chickens to make no magic happen. You know what I'm saying? It's in you, family. It's in you. You can become the alchemist that you are. You don't have to rely on no outside forces. You just have to have the will to do. So, yeah, yeah man. I will yeah. see you there. I so appreciate hooking up with you and KTL family and all the rest. Peace. Yeah, absolutely, bro. Did you get your piece from Sister Majay yet? Who, me? Hmm? Hello? Yeah. Hello? Nah, he ain't right. get his piece yet. Oh, oh, I okay. I don't nah, want to spoil the surprise. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. All right. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Brother Ray. It's been good li- uh, hearing from you. No problem. I'm there for you, bro. Hey, you yes, indeed. See you tomorrow, Brother Ray. All right. See you tomorrow. Good morning. Peace. Okay. Let us go to caller from the 864, 
you know, facilitate that 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 void. You know, and it's something that uh, you know it don't take too much uh, that much homework for trying to figure figure out that we need some education. We need some, you know, like like what you all are doing, some good food. Put some words in these in these people's ears, man. Letting them know, encouraging them um, through some good uh, some some good words, man. And even um, I, I don't mean to down talk anybody, but uh. You know, even with Brother A.A. Rashid specifically, I know he knows the power of that, uh, you know, that, 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 that tree of life. And, and when we talk about the Netaru and applying that to life, uh, the same way we study the Orishas, and, and as far as just maintaining whatever we have to maintain in order to be good carpenters, in order to be good businessmen inside a facility, inside a certain thing. And I think that's the that's the thing that's killing us the most, you know, even if we have to pray, if we have to meditate about it, we have to become more acquainted from what I feel with my eye. Well, we all have to learn that self-discipline. We have to learn that self-devotion, that self-dedication, and know who we are within that self, within that collective. You know, especially right now realizing the African melanated people, we are at a, we are, we are at, a, at an all-time worst. So we're facilitating those good hands that it's going to need. I feel like we need that education where people need to, you know, they need to know. They can't be acting ratchet. We got to go away from, because a lot of people don't give a fuck about themselves. That's mm-hmm. the reality. So they can't give a fuck about a community. They can't care about that. That's where the education comes in. And like you, like what you all are doing, you, you're reciprocating. You're giving, them, you're giving them some food, so hopefully they'll take some food. They'll, they'll, they'll take some, some spiritual food and help facilitate what we have to do right now because we definitely have to do it. You all are doing the work, man. I, 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 I give you all much props, man. I tune in whenever I can. I appreciate you allowing me the, the, the platform to even speak on, brother, other brothers. I enjoy hearing the other brothers that, that, that say some kinds of things, but I say right now, man, we all got to be doing that work with inside ourselves so we can be good people, good, whatever we're going to do, we can do it good inside a, a, a righteous, you know what I'm saying, standpoint. You don't have to worry about me being a carpenter today and then I'm, you know, a thief that's trying to rob the the, 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 the circle tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Well, we do have this righteous order within truth of who we are. And I greatly appreciate it, brothers. I greatly appreciate it, man. No doubt, mm-hmm. brother. Yeah, yeah. So y'all, y'all, y'all keep up the good work, man. And um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely encouraged to, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to do work myself in my area. Uh, I got a cousin who's a preacher. Don't, don't, yeah, don't put the try in it. Don't put the try oh, in oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We need, we need try, we need try to die. Yeah. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Excuse me, but um, yeah. No problem. I, I have a, I have a cousin. Yeah. She, she's. We need to recant, can't, and we need try to die. Oh yeah, that's, 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 that's absolutely we, right. We gotta we pushing through. Yeah, so okay, good. Well, yeah, yeah, y'all y'all both need. Walk your meditation. All right, brother. Give thanks. Peace. All right, hold, peace, 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 uh, hotel. Let's go to the caller from the two zero nine, two zero nine five five nine. We in the Peace, peace. Can I be heard? Yes, indeed. Peace, family. 
uh, uh, peace, peace. Nice, nice to, um, glad I got in. Um, yeah, this is Imani. What, what area Bronx. code is 209? It's actually, I think it's a Cali, but because of my phone, I, I, I had gotten in Cali, but I'm, I'm in New York. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Greetings. Yeah, we're greeting. Peace, peace, um, peace, peace to everybody. Um, yeah, actually, actually, I actually met. I think I met you. Um, I'm not sure if I met both of y'all, but I met I, I met Blue Pill at um at uh, Nicholas back when um Brother Polite and Queen Afua were speaking. Okay. Back. Yeah, I Indeed. was the brother that um uh, allergic to the sea moss. I mean, allergic to the coconut. Yeah. I don't know if you. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, I was thinking though. There's um, there's um, I was thinking like I'm not surprised about that whole astro, astro white supremacy thing. I mean, like, right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not surprising, you know, with the world we live in. But um, I was thinking about there's this there's this guy, uh, Tim Wise. Yeah. And uh, you know about him. Yeah, he talks yeah, about white supremacy. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he talks about white supremacy, but he, I mean, you could, there, it's recorded. He, he, um, spoke on like, um, he was uh, criticizing Francis Crest Welsing her theory. Um, he, he, he called it pseudo scientific bullshit, part of her theory. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and this is recorded. Like, you can go back in some archives on a show on blog called The Cows, Context to White Supremacy. And uh, Gus was talking about hey, it. He was on The Cows? Yes. Dude, he was on The Cows for, like, <laughs> months. Dude, he kept on coming back, and, 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 and uh, they kept on grilling him. And finally, he, he broke, and he, he was just, he, 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 like, he sent dude an email talking about how Francis Welsing is bullshit and, and she, her, 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 her theory's crazy and all this stuff, whatever. But, oh, wow. oh man. man. Yeah, from like two, two years ago. You go back. So did they go in on him? I mean, they just they, they let him destroy himself, you know, because eventually if you let these people talk long enough, they're going to give themselves away. Like these people with this whole, you know, with this whole, like they got their little earth ship you're talking about in, in North and South America. Like I know, like I, I've been, you know, I was primarily like, I used to, I went to private school out here in the Bronx and stuff. And growing up, I went to art school and stuff. So all the people I was around was white people. Mm-hmm. And I, I mm-hmm. just kind of switched. I just kind of switched over into the whole conscious thing, learning about Francis Welsing and all this stuff, and then I find all these, all this whole, this whole network I didn't know existed, you know. But um, I mean, so I, I've been seeing the moves these people have been making for years, you know. But yeah, like, I mean, they're 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 like getting ready for war, pretty much, you know. It's not like it's not like they don't know what they're what they're gearing up for like they they full they know but they just you know when you're when you're acting out of pathology the only thing you can do is reflect on that pathology you can you're just doing what you're doing and 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 you know like you don't really see your attitude you just know that you're you're following your program i mean i don't mean to get too deep but um but uh, go ahead. Like, yeah no 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 we hear you it just seems like like they know that they're just trying to undermine 
what, you know, Rock Who was going in, and, you know, we all know, like, Dr. Ben and all this stuff. You know, I've been learning about the Egyptians since I was a baby, that they were black. You know, we all know all these, you know, if you hear it from the genetic side, we know that, you know, there's melanin, and then there's melanin deficient. You know what I'm saying? We know that history, there's no historical count of pale people before, you know, I don't know, a few thousand years ago. You can hit it from any angle, from geography, geology, history, um, you know, like, you can hit it from any angle. But then the bottom line is just they they got the political clout to have a platform to where they can just give all this stuff, all this talking about, like, that. You know the sky patty is white, and it and it doesn't. It sounds cool if you come at it from the Zechariah Sitchin angle, but at the end, it's just because they got the power. So I don't know. I guess it's just like if if yeah. um uh, yeah, I'm just saying it up. needs to be challenged and debunked because there's no reason that that should still be standing intact. All right, in the same space as you know our master teachers that have come forth with our glorious historical record, you know what I'm saying? And we have a lot of, of, of other, you know, new contributors to that historical record, you know, brothers with sharp swords like Rock, who, and, and people that really need a platform, and that's what KTL is building, this platform. You know, the baby's going to need to hear this, children going to need to hear this. I don't want anyone exposed to this nonsense to be confused and knocked off track listening to what these people got to say. Because that's BS. Yes. It's easy, because once people don't know the proper context, if people are operating under just kind of like, they just kind of like go in with whatever story the most powerful people are telling them, and they don't have common sense in their head, then you could tell them anything. Anything, and, and they would, yeah. They got no foundation. Point. Yeah, that that reminds me of the fact that I've watched a TV show called Ancient Aliens. I've been watching that. They had like an Ancient Aliens marathon the other day, and I was like, yo, they have totally went ahead and took the information that, you know, the inf- the information that has that's been out there for years. It's a, the uh, lecturers, uh, Phil Valentine, um, Ashra Kwesi, you know what I mean? And and mm-hmm. they're mixing it and matching it with the Egyptologists and Duval and other people who have the authors who have written these books, and they they swagger jack the information and they made they have their own like hidden colors of you know Egyptian information on cable called ancient aliens and they're running with it, so they're mixing a little bit of fact and fiction and like like you said a minute ago for those who are enthralled by the lights. And, you know, by the uh, the smoke and mirrors of, you know, the production, the post-production that they're able to pull off through the History Channel and things of that nature, you know, with the, uh, you know, with the, the theme music and all of this stuff, they're going to they're gonna believe that. They're going to they're gonna take that and run with it, you know what I mean? Like, they're going to take that because it's on cable, you know what I mean? Because it's on, like, the History of the Science Channel, it's going to become the Word yeah. of God. God. You know what I mean? So they're giving, God. you know, they they giving God. They're giving the whole alien. You know what I mean? Yeah. Aliens built the pyramids, and I'm like, well, shit, if the aliens built the pyramid, you know, where's the rest of their works? Like, do they have an art gallery somewhere? Like, can I, get, can I plug in? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
what else have they built? Because, you know, they, they just couldn't build the pyramids, you know what I'm saying? But they're giving up the pyramids and aliens, you know, all kind of stuff. And I'm like, come on, baby, we got this far to go here. So they're watching the videos, they're reading the books, and they're coming up with their, you know, fancy rebuttal system. And it's basically series that they have been pushing out. Like all the, the shit that um, Morgan Freeman has was been doing, um, everything on the History Channel, damn near, everything on the Science Channel, like all of them are reworks and, and reworkings of information that has been put out there, but they're taking credit for it. They're putting their face and, mount, and noise and, 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 and voice on it, you know what I mean? And that's and people are taking their information as God. That's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Narrating, just narrating. It's just now, yeah. Exactly. They're voiceovering shit that's already been done by, you know, many of the lecturers. You know, and it's it's a travesty because you do have people who have put in a lot of work and um, you know, some of these people have died in obscurity and they're being, you know, some of their, their, their intellectual property is being ripped off. So I'm one who doesn't like to uh complain about what it is. I'll talk about what I see but because I know that there are programs at the fingertips of all of us creative people, and I know that we have something, you know, as powerful as the Internet that is helping to um, level up the field, and we also have a large sway over the DVD market. It's a global market. We could go ahead and create our own works. Like, we don't have to, you know what I mean? But when we see it, that that's, a, that's an intellectual attack. So when we see mm-hmm. attacks such as that coming down, then we have to either, you know, we don't always want to be the ones that are um, reactionary, but we damn sure have to counter. We we have to blow it out of the water, like you know, because sooner or later they're gonna try to take down what Hidden Colors already put up. They're gonna they definitely gonna try to go to the championship, and uh, <laughs> you know, and, and do them dirty. You know what I'm saying with their rendition. So mm-hmm. we got, yeah, we do have work to do, and I do once again give a call out to the creative, you know, brothers and sisters, videographers, editors, cameramen, um, computer animators, you know, brothers and sisters that have stock footage, everybody, you know what I mean? People who write scripts, like, where are you at? You know what I mean? Like, real talk, where are you at? I'm, I'm sending out the light beam. Man, you know what what I'm, I'm in Hollywood. We can turn this to Gollywood. What's good? I'll have me. You know, going back to what we mentioned the other day, the New York City has been named the uh, fastest rising tech sector out out uh, beating out Silicon Valley in 2012 because Michael Bloomberg implemented the um the uh STEM STEM research not stem cell research but science technology engineering and mathematics and they are it's a boom going on right now so it's looking to be in line it's the east coast Silicon Valley New York City you know what I'm saying all of the um, young white New York and, and, uh, and, and even melanated brothers and sisters who have repopulated and regentrified Brooklyn are the new, you know, code writers, um, uh, IT specialists, and things of that nature. Six-figure income starting out with six-figure income. So we do live in an age where we have indigo and crystal children at two and three years old operating iPads. Like I've seen a little dude on a train. You know what I mean? Like he had a pacifier <laughs> and I was playing Angry Birds on a, on an iPad. 
You know, and that's that's how wow. people stop because they're born hardwired. You know what I mean? They're born in a digital age in the fifth dimension with light code. They're born in the future. Yeah. They're born in the future, embedded in their DNA. So yes, they will be the ones that will write the codes once again and get mommy out of the projects. That's them. It, it may not be the mothers and fathers and whatnot who are analog and who can't grasp the concept of writing and code and, and binary code and HTML, CSS, AJAX, and all of that. And that's cool. It's going to be the babies, all right? It's going to be these little teenagers, these little nerds and whatnot, these little, you know, these, these, these geniuses who, you know, they are, are either being part of the brain drain or they're just getting bored and popping pills, drinking 40s, listening to Ferg, ASAP Ferg, and what. <laughs> <laughs> But Just, just get hands on. 
Oh yeah, I'm 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 like I said, I'm there. You know what I'm saying? I'm there with it. I don't want to hear nothing from nobody, you know. But we are accepting donations because even though I'm willing to come out of the pocket and do it, you know, and it's a dollar a day. You don't need to send no grip. Send a dollar a day. Pmorpheus at gmail dot com. I take a dollar and I'll turn it into something tangible, okay? Because I have the venues where I can get. I got the, you know, got the paperwork. I get, I could get produce for very reasonable amounts, right? And I can feed a large swath of people with not too much. Yo, okay? remember when I was living in Atlanta, I came on a show and was like, yo, what the hell? I went to Restaurant Depot and I was blown away. I never saw picture Home Depot for food. Okay, I ain't talking IKEA. Picture Home Depot with them big ass people running when they brought driving those pallets and the and the and the, and the forklifts. No, the there's no reason. Yes, that there should be anybody hungry in America. And, it, it's just, and, uh, you know, I would say the planet, yeah. but let's start here. This was twenty. This was like no early reason. 2012. I was like, yo, first I got mad at all of the quote-unquote conscious restaurants, right? Because nobody, you know, and I understand your bottom line, you into capitalism, you know what I'm saying? So, y'all, they don't want to give up the skinny as to what. So my thing is don't even tell nobody where you're going. Like, you could have kept that a secret. Or you could have did is a, is a food drive where you could have just took donations or you could have came out of pocket. Like, they had 50-pound bags of jasmine rice, like a basmati rice, right? My, my genius. They had like fifty bag, fifty pound bags of brown rice for the Lilo, like for the Lizzle. You know what I mean? Like we went in there and spent three stacks and had to get a whole nother truck to bring all of the food back to the restaurant. Yeah, so, and they got the nerve to charge an arm and a leg. You know what I'm saying? For that I mean, bogus ass organic food they be selling. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a that's a shame. Crazy. But anyway. But anyway, all I was saying was this, that, and then I, I was peeping, you know, the fact that when I was on Edge, was at Edgewood, I was staying on Edgewood, that they had uh, brothers from the Masjid used to come out there and feed the homeless because they had the homeless and the dope fiends under the, that, that whole place where, Mark, where Mark, Martin Luther King's memorial uh, center is and where they have his, his whole block is preserved is an open-air drug market. In Edgewood, mm-hmm. okay, is a is the worst is one of the worst Trip. on Boulevard, one of the most notorious open air. So all of the people that come on on some tourism shit that they want to go see with Mar, they got to walk through open air prostitution, open air crack dealing, needles on the ground, and all of that. And that's right there in the eight, and that shit is still going on to this moment as I speak. Nobody has done anything about that, okay. So I was like, hold on. If we conscious, right, because that's what we call ourselves, why are we not going to Restaurant Depot? It was two things that I was saying. Why are we not going to stack up our, our, our houses, like, with, 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 with the emergency food? Because you could go in there, I promise you, just with $100. You could go in there with $100 and stack up for the future. Like, you could buy all kind of stuff to put away for a rainy day. 
And then on the second hand, I was like, wait a minute, we could go in here because never mind the the, uh, the places where they had where you could get free food to give to homeless people, and I wasn't seeing nobody in there. But you could go into Restaurant Depot and just spend a few dollars and get some stuff to go ahead and feed some people, you know, because it's not like there's there's not like there's not bad homeless people in Atlanta. That is, in my humble opinion, that is a workforce. You know what I mean? You know the Mexicans, they do what they do. I respect them. You know what I mean? But your homeless people who don't be doing no work, who can do work, that's your workforce. And this this is to all of the agriculturists out there, the gardeners, the brothers who got factories who need people to press up their shirts and stuff like like you got a workforce, clean them up, you know what I'm saying, cleanse them up, you know, give them some water or whatnot, put them to work. But you got to feed them first to balance them, you know. But that just was one of my crazy ideas that I, I came across. But, look, lo and behold, you go ahead and you manifest. You feel me? Shout out to the yeah. brother Seville. The brother Seville. I was so inspired by you today. I was on two fifth. The brother Seville had a bag of potatoes, and I, I took the potatoes. They was like raw potatoes, but I, I just caught the blue pill spirit. I thought I could feed people raw potatoes, but then everybody reminded <laughs> me that they're like, "Yo, polite's daughter was like, what you gonna do with raw potatoes?'" And I was like, "I'm gonna meet them halfway." You know what I'm saying? I don't know what they're going to do with raw potatoes. You might be able to go barter with the guy at the damn fruit stand. I don't know. But I left it out there on 2 Hopefully somebody found it. You know. Yeah. But thank you, caller. I want to get to the rest of the callers on the line. We do appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? You brought a very fresh perspective to this conversation. And, um, you know, we are eternally grateful. Please continue to listen to KTL. All right. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah, check us out. Yeah. Send me a dollar if it's in, uh, it's in, it's in your budget. Definitely. All right. Thank you, brother. Thank you. All right. All right. Peace, bro. Peace. All right. Let's go to the 703. 703-527-703. Peace. Call up from 703. All right, let's go to another caller. Caller from the 407-407-407-296. Caller, peace. 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 Yo, I just had to call in, yo. When you started talking about the bums, you cracking the code for real. You just cracked it, man. Yo. Shut up on them bums. <laughs> for real. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yo, I go to Restaurant Depot. I cook. I'm a chef wow. here in Orlando. And you elected. You could co sign up on restaurant people. You just hit it. I was like, yo. <laughs> you just hit it, man. When I worked downtown Orlando, I did that every night. I fed the homeless. Wow. I just said, y'all just sweep something. Bless your heart. Do yeah. something. And I don't give a shit. I got to give y'all something. You know what I'm saying? That's how I was raised. But it was, damn. You hit it. You hit it right there. So I had to call in. Peace to y'all, man. This is uh, Philippian from Orlando. 
No doubt, brother. No doubt. Salute. Please, man, Salute. continue that trend. You know what I'm saying? Keep it going. If you could do it, if, it, if it's in your budget, if it's in your timeline, if you know what I'm saying, you can Hold manage on. it. I just want you to co-sign. Tell the family about Restaurant Depot quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Get in Restaurant Depot because that's what it is. My brother just came from New York last week. I took him over there. He said, $20 for 40 pounds of chicken? What the hell? <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was flipping out. He's like, yo, you got you got to do something. What's good? Let's let's do something because it was just that he never saw nothing like that coming out of New York. I, feel me? Like family, I can't <laughs> hold this secret from y'all. I, I, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It would go against. It would go on my karma account. Like I had to let it. I had to let it out. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> huh? Real man. Forty pounds. Yeah, man. They making that type of overhead on people. Nah, like don't that. get mad about the overhead, man. It's nah, everybody winning, man. You got the Chinese over there, the yeah, A-Rap, everybody every going. single... Everybody goes in. That stuff, bruh. And you can't get in there, family. Like, they will, you know, they'll they'll 86 you. You can't go in there unless you got a card. Like Sam's yeah, Club. Yeah, you got to kind of own a business or something. Yeah, you got to own a business. So mm-hmm. that that gives you incentive to, to, to boot up that LLC. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that show coming real soon too, family. We got some relief. We have some relief. It is on the way. I know that you've heard Red speak about this previously, but we got to get everything finished in terms of this infrastructure. KCLmedia.com is where we need you to take the polls. Sooner that we finish the poll up, we can launch the site. Once we launch the site, we are going quantum with the lineup that we have. Okay. And these shows are going to be like uh, early Christmas. I know, you know, family don't celebrate, but the concept, the, the, the theory, you understand what we mean. It's just going to be programs full of yeah, early Kwanzaa, early Hanukkah, early Christmas. It's just going to be shows full of abundance, giving, giving back, you know, flooding our membership, our family, those who have contributed. We are in a position to give back. So, those shows, those shows are coming. Real talk. Yeah, man. But they got, they got, they got a few restaurant depots down here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I got ac- I got access to my venues. I haven't been to Restaurant Depot yet. You know what I'm saying? I have the, uh, I got my EIN and everything. So I'm gonna go. I, uh, uh, you know, I saw the forms online. I, I know what they need. I'm gonna fill it out, and I'm gonna go and see was popping, was cracking in Restaurant Depot. But, you know, I got my spots. I know where I need to go. And the thing is, like, the places where they have food wholesale is not too far from Skid Row. It's actually down the block. What you think they should do with their excess food? They don't give it to them. They throw it away. You know what I'm saying? The the wholesale district for the clothes is up the block from Skid Row. The wholesale diamond district in Los Angeles, wholesale jewelry district, is up the block from Skid Row. They got armed guards in every store. You feel me? So if you even look crazy coming there, there, you know what I'm saying? They 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 pulling the ratchets out. <laughs> crazy. You know what I mean? I gotta come out west to understand what's really going on. The level of disrespect from any and everyone <laughs> towards melanated people is unreal. From Koreans 
to Arab, especially the Mexicans, to Russian. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody respects you out here. It's just critical, the level of disrespect. So you got to see it to believe it. You know what I mean? And it only should push you and propel you forward to, like, just, just really be about doing the work. You know what I'm saying? And, and raising your profile. Not that you have anything to prove. You know what I'm saying? It could affect you in other ways. You might want to smack people in their face. You might get that riled up. But I would say don't let it pull you to that particular position. You know, there was something that wasn't done here. You know, there was something that was done here and there was something that wasn't done here where melanated people are treated with no respect. You know what I'm saying? They're, just, they're not even a factor out here anymore. They're not even factored into nothing because they, they've produced nothing. They don't do anything in terms of how they're looked upon of people of other ethnicities. They looked at like they dropped the ball. They don't need to respect them. Even if Pico was the, the governor, uh, he was African-Mexican. Like the person from Mexico that came here and founded this place was a dark-skinned African. But they don't feel compelled at all to pay any respect to the African-American. They want them exactly where they at in South Central or on Skid Row with crack pipe in their mouth or bent over in Hollywood, mad feminine. That's where they want them. Or playing or basketball in Staples Center. Or in San Fernando, Hollywood. Or, yeah, or, or transgendered playing the strip, you know what I'm saying? Or in, fans, yeah, or, or in the valley, you know what I'm saying? With their legs hiked up, getting the business. Because they're going to make a million dollars off you when they throw that on tape anyway. So, yeah, you know, the biggest thing being juggled on the streets of L.A. is black people. This is crazy. Real talk. This is crazy. No respect. Every other group running with it, B, I'm talking about breaking bread, breaking bad on the bread. <laughs> All kind of industry set up. Feel me? Near nigga nowhere with businesses out here. But again, niggas is starting. I'm saying yeah, I'm they all fall so yeah. hard. Wanna find me? Fall so hard. We got any more well, callers? Yes, we do. Let's go. Yes, we do. Thank you, caller, bro, man. Hey. Like I said, man, if even, if even you reach one person, if even it's one person, it's going to make a difference. It's going to make a change. You know what I'm saying? Be that change, man. Do not be one of these people that be talking about what people ain't doing. Just do. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Definitely. Peace. 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 Call it from the 917-917-734.
no question. And, and I feel you on that. And I wanted I wanted to offer a different perspective on the kind of disrespect we also get with the smile on the face. Because you're from listening to you, it, I, I I I sense the outright disrespect which we feel around the country. But when I was in Peru last year, it was a really interesting concept because. When I was out there walking around, and this was interesting, I was at a place called Pachacamac. Anybody can go online and look up Pachacamac. It was one of the um, uh, ancient, um, uh, uh, I forget, uh, the, like, uh, what do you call them? I forgot the, the name of the civilization, civilization. But nonetheless, I was coming back, walking down the hill, and I had a young Peruvian girl just run up to me, I, I, I thought she was running maybe to somebody she knew or something, but she came up to me begging me for a picture. Now, I didn't know. I thought it was all love. You know, I gave a picture and everything. They took pictures and everything. So everywhere I went, and even when I went to the um, the civilization in Corral, that's contemporary with Kemet, which people don't talk about. Now, I've been there. I got pictures of it and everything. They got pyramids there. It's like out in the desert. It's crazy. Uh, I went there. Let me, huh? before, I don't want to cut you. Like, have you been in contact with um, Horace Butler at all? No. Nope. The brother that wrote When Rocks Cry Out? No, I, I'm not even familiar with that brother, to be quite honest. Oh. Uh, whoa. Okay. Okay, I'm going to make the introduction. I'm going to post a link to your Facebook page. I'm going to send okay. you, you know, the programs that we've done with him. And he will okay. be back. You know what I'm saying? Extraordinary. Absolutely connection we're about to take um, we're about to make it's gonna oh man please continue oh no question I appreciate that because I'm gonna tell you when I went there I was like man this is crazy because they were loving the darkness so I was asking my the guy that took me this uh, uh, young uh, Peruvian uh, girl she was um, you know guide me around the sites and I was like yo you know it's like they never seen a person this dark before she was like well they don't you know what I mean and I, I couldn't really understand why they were taken to me like that but it felt good but when I came back right, it wasn't right. until I came back to the states here and um, of course I have an office here in midtown Manhattan so I was talking to the uh, Peruvian receptionist in the building and I told her about my trip and she said I said, uh, yeah, they, you know, they really took to me. She was like, yeah, here's the thing, though. And I was appreciative she get, kept it 100. And this is for all of the people who like to travel to South America and stuff like that when you think it's all good. And be careful of taking pictures with folks because they look at people who have dark, melanated skin as, um, as good luck and you wash all of their problems away. So when you take a picture, mm. they're capturing you so you can take their problems away. So it could, be part, it could be part of a ritualistic thing. And see, I didn't know. I thought it was love, and I'm thinking black man God type of thing. Hold on. You like, <laughs> they treating yeah. you like the, um, the pins yeah. and the cushion? You the cushion? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> so I wanted to mention that because that's a different perspective to what you're talking about when you don't really wow. understand the the culture and it, you know I right. in Cambodia it was different but it wasn't from the people it was the uh, the people that were there it was the Chinese people because I 
was walking around. I'm going through. I'm going through Angkor, uh, Angkor Tom, Angkor Wat, and um, I'm seeing flashes. But I'm not thinking that. I'm not thinking nothing. I'm just thinking that people taking pictures of the monument. It wasn't until I stood in front of one of these like banyan trees, one of them big trees. I'm standing there and I have my guy take take a picture of me. And then I'm seeing pictures of you, like, you know, when Michael Jordan goes up for a dunk or something, or LeBron, <laughs> or LeBron. see the lights go off in the stadium. Crazy. Never seen that. Now, I guess my skin complexion, I, there weren't many people as dark as myself, but it was real interesting. So I guess the, the moral to this story is when you're traveling, be very careful and selective on who you take pictures with. And, um, Understand that they may, maybe you even utilizing them for some ritualistic purposes as well too, because of your dark melanation in order, in order to um, kind of uh, uh, relieve themselves of certain issues. You know what I mean on the energetic and spiritual side of things. So yeah, that's just I just wanted to share that other twist to it. So I'm I'm more selective now when I when when I go out into certain uh, areas and whatnot in terms of how I'm going to maneuver with the picture taking with folks. Yes, yeah, I, I never heard of it like that. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's yeah. that's, that's a real fresh perspective to be able to, yeah. uh, you know, see that situation from. Did you hear my conversation earlier about uh, the astro-Aryanism, the, uh, the piece about the Sumerian, um, about Zachariah Sitchin? Yeah, I, 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 I did, I did, I did catch, I did catch it. I, I found, I found uh, the conversation really interesting, and that's something also in Peru that I dealt with a little bit too, because um, some of the white people when I went to um, Machu Picchu, that was there, and the guy that was, um, uh, you know, in the talk. You know, and, and there was one person in the group talking about, oh, the aliens came down and all this other stuff. And I had to break it down to him, man. Ain't no aliens, man. No aliens. You can't get that kind of talk out of your brain. But, you know, a lot of Caucasians are fixated with that kind of uh, dialogue because they've been um, uh, captivated by some of the, the people that you mentioned and that you spoke of earlier. But in regards to the Sumerians directly, I think the problem is that a lot of people are not doing their research in terms of how um, geography works, and especially on the continent, that, of course, everybody on the continent has every type of phenotypical um, construct. So you can you can pull up uh, an old-school skeleton and say, well, we've got a straight nose, narrow nose, got red hair, um, that that individual must be Caucasian, but they never take into consideration. See, when you look at the continent, right, and they say uh, all life started in sub-Saharan Africa, and that would be right there on the the equator. As you move from the equator, we go back. I don't care if we go back. They say uh, uh, they got skeletons going back 2.8 million years. That would be right there. All the all. Of the, let's assume. Let's just assume. Now we know that the the planet at this particular point, um, it switches or, or it switches the axis every few thousand years. So this is what we're going through now. So it moves from uh, 24.5 degrees 
to 23.5, where we are now, to 22.5. And every few thousand years or so, this axial change, um, you know, happens or occurs. But let's just go with it just to keep things simple. Right now, it was at a 23.5 degree axis or whatever the case may be, and we're looking at all of the countries that are laying right there near the equator. Now, that is a very hot region, and there is, there is, I, I cannot imagine there is any hue that can survive, especially during that time, uh, that kind of radiation uh, in terms of dealing with mutation. And the brother you had on earlier, Brother Ra'aku, I agree with him in, in respect of um, yeah, the sun does mutate because even on the continent, the reason why, and this, this will dispel, people could do any kind of research if you really do research. Because the kind of research I do, I, I study a lot of the university paperwork and research. When you move away from any, I don't care where you are on the planet, if, you're, if you are, and we take in the continent, if you go from the equatorial regions, the equatorial countries there like Gabon and countries like South Africa is a little close to the equatorial. The, Equator, the imaginary line equator, but let's just put throw that into the mix there. When you move closer to the poles, whether north or south, the hues will get lighter. So these people got to understand the sun dictates everything, or even if it wasn't the sun, because there are people who have this electric universe theory as well too, and there are a lot of people who are of the mindset that Saturn used to govern this paradigm. If that's the case, then we're talking about a different hue. But what we're talking about is radiation and environment. That's what would dictate hue. And in my opinion, um, I, I'm not saying it's not possible, but I don't think it would be wise for uh, a, 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 a wise assumption to make, at least right now, unless uh, some other evidence comes out on the market to say that Europeans were Sumerians. I just think they were melanated people who moved away from the equator, uh, those equatorial countries, for whatever reason. And um, I have some ideas about that, but I won't get into them tonight. But they just moved away from those regions for whatever reason, and hues changed, and this just happens over and over. The further you move away, like the people in Australia, you see them with straight hair, you, you, they just... Shit is just fucked up, man, and excuse my French, it's just, so I don't subscribe to their idea of what Sumerian is. Um, I, I, I think that um, Zacharias, Zacharias Sitchin is, has been unchallenged, as you alluded to earlier, so it's kind of, you know, people just kind of accepted his uh, perspective on it, but uh, I, I wish, and maybe at some point I will take the time out to try to learn uh you know the dialogue uh of the yeah. of the Sumerian script you know what i mean yeah. uh, he, I needs, to be, he needs to be dug up debunked and debunked somewhere well i think it's easy just you know by know? equatorial region because look here, here's a perfect example most people right most people of all hues would say that neanderthal is caucasian I've stated on other programs that Neanderthal is not Caucasian. Again, this is where the – and this is from their own research. 
the the, the people mm-hmm. who bring bring the uh, do this research, they said their description of Neanderthal is Neanderthal with uh, red hair and tawny skin. When you look in the dictionary, tawny is yellowish, sunburnt, copper skin, like the Moors of Spain. That's what it's right. Tawny Moors, right? Right, Tawny Moors. So that tells me that Neanderthal wasn't even Caucasian. In my opinion, I think that specific hue that we see that we identify as Europeans. I look at that specific hue as probably being around maybe 5,000 years. Uh, you know, I don't really see it here that long. And in my opinion as well, too, I think it was more of a of a strategic uh, – and we're going to have to do a program on this because um, – I look at it more as as a strategy based on what certain particular groups probably were trying to accomplish and are still accomplishing today. And uh, I know that's a little vague in some respects, but... I mean, I know, you know, at some point we're going to dig into it. I want to do a program with you, brother, on sacred geometry. I want to really revisit this particular concept. Um, I, I had a, a wonderful experience at this program where the foremost experts on crop circles did a presentation, you know, and I want to really get into sacred geometry and its interplanetary I, I, uh, implications as well as, you know, its macro and micro impl- uh, implications, you know what I'm saying? I really want to yeah. I really, I really go there. Oh, I'm willing to go there because I, I'm I, what I'm working on. And people have been like, "Yo, man, you saying you're going to do this?" I said, "You got to trust me on this one because what I'm doing is really profound." It took me a whole year since I've come back from Peru to even to really understand what I'm dealing with. And I mean, you and I had a, a, a conversation behind the scenes, and um, mm-hmm. that was just touching the that's just touching the the, the surface. Um, I will say though, I probably we'll, we'll we'll do this before the year's out. The, the you know the sacred geometry. We I'm I'm just about there. I'm just trying to uh, work on some information. You and then you just get let that. me know when you're ready, brother. No question. And then we'll we have to do a part two because what I'm preparing for currently now, um, you don't understand that you've played a part in what. It's something small that you don't even you're not even aware of, but you played a part in something that really is really important to what I'm about to present because I, what I'm about to present present I'm telling you I, I'm hopeful that the that the family the universal family will be able to uh, uh, to really um probably receive it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now this, this, this is, this is, this is, it's, it's not around. It's, n- it, it's not around. I've, I, I've been searching very hard. That's why I'm taking my time with this because I want to make sure that I'm not speaking prematurely. I'm not want to make sure that um, the presentation is tight in, in terms of what I want to. I'm 
dying to, no one has seen it. No one has seen it. No, I haven't shown anybody. <laughs> I haven't talk, really talked to nobody. But it's very, to me, I, I, I think it's, um, it's, uh, 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 I think it's, a, it, it, it's, a, it, it, we're going to create history. That's what I'm, that's what I'm, I, that's what I'm saying. 